You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Also the home of one of the great last man standing cricketers uh, on the face of God's green earth. Back after a week of mixed results, sporting-wise, depending on who you go for, who you support, who you love, who you breathe for. Um, all, you know, relatively inconsequential. Uh, but Edward, as I continue this rambling fucking intro that I'm not really sure where I'm going, how are you, old chum? I'm pretty good. I mean, I've, I've sort of, in terms of results, yeah, pretty indifferent week. Some good, some bad. In yep. fact, from my from my perspective, all bad, except for uh, Slippy Bucks getting a win last week. But and that's the, about and, it. And the thick ropes. Yeah, I mean they're good. They're I mean good. you and I are holding up the hour end of the bargain, yeah. Tom. Yeah, that's it. Feel like we always hold up our end of the bargain. To be honest, we're putting in. We're putting in work. Putting in work every week, and delivering in and, spades. And then when it comes to the to the the teams that we support, fer- uh, feverishly, fervently. Don't know if that's a word, Dior. Uh, you know, we're getting fuck all support. Getting fuck all support. They've dropped their basket, mate. They've dropped their loads. Yeah. Now, to say I was disappointed last week would be one of the great understatements of all time. Yep. We'll be touching on that. To say I was disappointed on the weekend would be an overstatement, considering I didn't even know the game was on. <laughs> now, again, we'll touch on that. But I just, I need our teams, Tom... To start lifting. Yeah. Especially coming into summer. Because I didn't see a whole lot of mongrel out there uh, last week. No, I didn't see it. Didn't see enough mongrel for me to get a mongrel. Let's put it that way. Now, if, if, we, if we see, if I see that level of mongrel throughout the test summertime. Or lack thereof. Or lack thereof. I'm going to be pretty damn concerned yeah. about where we'll sit on the test rankings at the end of the summer, right? Based on mongrel. Yeah. So... I mean, will we be handing out some some whippings today? Yeah, I think I think I we think might be some whippings on route. Will we be setting the benchmark? Well, we have been letting the people under no, but letting people understand where the benchmark sits. So standards, yeah, standards that have got to be adhered to and lived by. And I think that probably leads into the intro, or it leads into the topic that I've been basically just trying to push us towards the second we started recording, and that's obviously the the slippery bucks, as you said, and also thick ropes. So. Slippery Bucks, off the back of a loss, I believe the Slippery Bucks had a loss. Had a loss. Had to dig deep. Um, it was a it was a hot evening, soft track, which was hard going. We didn't play our best. I might have got a couple of tries. That's all that matters. Which is all that matters. But we got the win, and now we look to where we may sit in the grading of the teams. Now, I'll be honest. Don't feel like we're up to Div One the way we've been playing. Right. But we're a Div 1 team at heart, Tom. Yeah. So we'll have to wait and see how that plays out. So you're not in Div 1 yet? Well, because it's been grading. It's like... So this is the pre, this is the pre-season grading? Pre-season grading. Oh, right. and you haven't been up to Div 1 standards. But have you been playing Div 1 football in the sense of like... No. You could make Div 1 based on well, what can make Well, we can make it considering we've been in and around the setup for the last couple of years. But we haven't been playing Div One. You might you might be picked in Div One based on like respect alone, like previous years' performances, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and me scoring a couple of tries every game I play. Yeah, maybe yeah, that yeah, maybe yeah, that'll yeah, get us yeah, over yeah. the line. Yeah, right. I don't know. We'll they say, go, Well, they've got Eddie. Well, they've got, got Eddie. Eddie. So fuck. Maybe we put him in. Maybe that, we see what they've got. Without you, maybe they're a Div Three, Div Two, but Div One, Four. Look, we've been a bit flat. Great second half on the weekend. I think if we if we take that second half and we build, yeah, then it bodes well moving forward. Well, that's great. 
good for you. And basically, that was more just a courtesy to allow you to say some things before I say some things. You know what I mean? Some real self-indulgent shit. Daddy's got back-to-back man of the matches, and I make no apologies for it. I can't help it. I can't help it. It's like a gift. I don't know if it's. Well, I don't know if it's a gift. I don't know if the, I'm dealing with osmosis at the moment with the Don living inside me. There's every chance that's possible. Do you feel like he's living inside you? Sometimes I do, dude. Sometimes, honestly, I feel like the Don might be inside me. You know, I just sort of have these. Maybe that's why. Do you I'm ever have so flashbacks to, to like the to, boat to, and stuff, catching the boat over to England? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes I feel like I'm standing on the edge of a ship and I'm just going. Do you ever like, see yourself hitting the the corrugated iron tank more than I care to think about? It's one of those things where it's like, you know, I've been, I've just haven't been acknowledging it openly, but I think I'm the fucking Don. <laughs> I think that might be what it is, dude, is that he's chosen me as a host. Now, I'll be happy to relinquish the Don spirit. You're going to have to. For, for, for summer. You're going to have to test cricket. You're going to have to. But at the moment, the Don's like, I need to get some overs in. Let me get inside Tom. And he, he's been right up inside me. So, thick ropes. Uh, me and uh, me and my old man, like dad, came to the, drove me to the game on the weekend. Cute, very cute. And we were running a little late. Thick ropes batting first. As I arrive, the opposition bowler uh, just takes a hat trick. He literally is just bowled his third. So it was like two lbs, and then he just bowls party arty. And it was like, I've as I've arrived, and they the one of the boys just he's like, dude, you're batting. I'm like, what? They're like, yeah, they just got, the guy's just got a fucking hat trick. I was like, oh my God. So I've literally just got out of the car and just run straight and put pads on and gone out there. We were three for 11. The first three balls. No. No, three for 11. Three for 11. I was like, holy shit. No. Three for but 11. then conse- three consecutive scouts. Three consecutive scouts. After 11 runs scored. After 11 runs scored. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> That's, there we go. We're back. It's hot in here. Uh, and so I've got to the crease. I'm I am facing the four, the double hat trick ball. So I'm like I can't get. And this guy we played last time. I can't remember his. Well, I mean, obviously I don't remember his name, but uh, he is good bowler. So I was wigging out a bit, and then I've just he, he was on the stumps, and I've just edged it into my pad, and then it just rolled past the stumps, and I'm like, oh, thank fuck, thank the fucking lord. And then obviously the don kicked in because the don was often. You know, he'd either you'd either get him early or he'd score 150, 200, 300, 400 runs. So yeah, you either bit, get him first ball or you're fucked. Or you're fucked. And so that's basically what happened. He didn't get me first ball and then daddy ripped in for the thick ropes. So he went from three for 11 to three for 95. So did I step up? Yes. But I will be honest with everyone because... There were some there were some dribblers on that on the team we were against. The Toey Gamblers. Shout out to the Toey Gamblers. Good dudes. But they brought in Schmicko to bowl. And Schmicko was, and this is full respect to Schmicko, if he was younger than sixty, I'm not here. <laughs> he was he was an older gentleman and he just loved his fucking cricket on a Sunday. <laughs> and I was just lucky enough to get fucking three what was, overs. What was what was Schmicko bowling? Right arm. Perfect slow. fucking right arm slow. Right, right, right arm Sweet spot stuff, dude. <laughs> just like, oh, okay. I saw it like, you know, I was just, I pummeled Schmicko and I felt terrible, but I like, I fucking pumped this guy to the point where it was like back to back. I hit like 28 off a, an over. Like, of Schmicko. Of Schmicko, one of Schmicko's overs. And I got to face three of them. I what got did a, they keep bowling him? 
I retired after eight. I got a 50 and 18 balls, pretty much all off Schmicko. <laughs> so, like, yes, but I'm going to why did Schmicko keep getting bowled? I, I honestly. Because he loves the game? Well, I think there was. I think, look, there's two schools of thought with, you know, within the, the last man standing fraternity. There's, you can go in there and everyone has a bit of a go of everything. Everyone has a bit of fun, which is great. And Schmicko is good, but they also just may not have had enough cattle. You had to sort of bowl. Everyone's got a, you know, you can only bowl four overs. So maybe they just needed to get through. They bowled him three times, though. I thought two was probably enough for Schmicko. Um, so I got, two over, I got two overs against him, and that pretty much I retired off 18 balls. And then I came back in, and they brought Schmicko back on, and I went to town on him again. So I got 78 off like 29 balls or something ridiculous. Ah, that's exactly correct. I know exactly what I got. Uh, but yeah, so one of the great days. And then so after being three from, for 11, we then were like all out for 180 something, 184. Or no, 20 overs. Is this your second win ever? Third. Third win ever. And we don't, don't, you best believe we celebrated it. Straight to the Nelson clubhouse of the Thick Ropes County 11 and just got fucking pumped. Full strength schooners all Sunday Arvo, baby. Schooners There's and vapes. There's nothing else. Schooners and vapes. Is that why you're off them? You vape yourself into an oblivion. Well, yeah, I'm quitting the vape. You you two pieces of shit got me into it. And then I just it wasn't noticed, me, it was Dave. Well, it was both of you. And then I just noticed. Then well, Dave got me to me. Dave bought me a vape. And then I was like, well, I took one off Dave, actually, and probably should have reimbursed him. And then I just found myself taking the vape with me and I'm leaving the house. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, why do I need to take this vape with me? Because you want it. Because I want it. And now I don't want it. Bad. Now I don't want it. But listen, more importantly, the Don's living inside me. Uh, So shout out to the Don. Shout out to the Toey Gamblers. Shout out to Cricket. But I think actually shout out to Schmicko more than anything because... Schmicko went the big lift. I didn't even know I did this. My brother goes, dude, it was the most fucking like uh, ruthlessly like... uh, What's the word? I like I was unintentionally being offensive to Schmicko, but I didn't mean to. It was like I just pumped him for six, and I've run down the like I'm, I'm you know, you start running before you realize, and then after it's gone for six, I've just fist bumped him and walked back. He's like, "You fist bumped the guy after hitting him for six. I was like, "Did I?" It's like, "Yeah, dude." I was like, "Fuck, that's a bit rude." And he gave it to you. Yeah, well, Schmicko was a sweetheart. He was a nice guy. He was like, "Mate, I don't know where to put him." I'm like, "It's not a matter of where you're placing the ball, Schmicko." Unfortunately, it's just I don't think you've got the toe. Unfortunately. Was he breaking? Was he coming apart at the scene, Schmicko? What sort of nick was he in? Look, he was he was a sixty year old ish man. He might have been. In, I don't want to disrespect Schmicko. This isn't about disrespecting Schmicko. I'm just saying that he's with you know a bunch of like thirty year olds who are, whilst not in the prime of their lives, certainly fucking thirty years. Was it, years was more it one of their? Was Schmicko. it one of their their dads? I don't know. I don't know. They're all just calling him Schmicko. No one was calling him Dad. Schmicko was just one of the boys on the team and loving it, loving it. And that's what it, you know. Schmicko is what it's all. Well, that's about. That's what it's all about. Down in Div Eight, I actually don't even know what Div we're in now. I know it's low though. Like it's between five and. Is eight. it the lowest? I thought it was seven, but then my brother said it was five, and then you're saying eight, which also rings a bell. So I don't fucking know, but it's not a good one. <laughs> so you, you take all of those things into consideration when I start to talk up my twenty-nine ball seventy-eight, or for sixty-something-year-old man, yeah. Largely off Schmicko's bowling, which was rubbish. Punters and Dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day. 
the fastest selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe-based thing. Big shout out to the, the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's it's changing lives. I think 207 reviews, five star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life-changing. As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it's sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month, and if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love you. Punters and Dribblers podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe, nay the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, there's also obviously the About Even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets, giving each other shit, having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, some... I liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's, a t- it's, it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY, you get 50 bucks off the case. There if you, you buy go. two cases, you get 100 bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say. Go to hellosport.shop. Bang, rosé on there, code manly, 50 bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. But we love the punter and we love the dribbler and we're just like, let's get this vintage out there to the people that want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. So, Eddie, look, I don't want to spend all of the show on this, although, you know, it might be the thing that we're going to cop most of our licks for in the fucking dribbler hotline rolls around later on. But New South Wales are no longer the origin champions, not something I expected to see for at least another decade. Uh, Expected the run to be dominant and long and enduring, um, but that not the case. Look, did we get ahead of ourselves? Yeah. Yeah, I suppose you could say that. Was I crapping on and on and on and on and on about having too many weapons in the duffel? Can't. I, th- I think so, yeah. 
I think I, but look, us. I vaguely remember that. I don't know if we went too hard on it. I think we were pretty sort of measured and balanced. Look, in our... generally speaking, it's a pretty measured, pretty balanced podcast. Now we lean a little bit towards the the team we support. Like I mean, it's everyone's... like Fox News in the US. It 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 leans slightly right, just slightly, just slightly. So that's you know it's we're only, a little bit like uh, yeah. yeah, you know, it's only a tiny like like you know some men f- phalluses kink a little bit to one side. Yeah. Yeah. That's sort of what it is. We're pretty much a dead straight. We're pretty much dead straight. Dead straight on the flop, but maybe just a late turn. Maybe a late turn towards one-eyed bias. Yes. Potentially. But it, it's not- Some would describe it as it just <laughs> as the fellas going at a right angle. I'm not so sure as to say that. That's Look, I've truth. never gone along with that rhetoric, Tom. I've no. never gone along with that rhetoric. No. I've never believed in it. I've never thought it was true. I've also never seen one. That does that. So how the hell can I go at right angles if they don't exist? If they don't exist. But, yeah, sure, there's a little bit of a bent to one side. Yeah, look, we made a bent. We may have bent. Now, Wednesday was tough for a variety of reasons. Uh, most of all because I didn't see the front row, Tom, being an issue for us coming into this series. Well, I actually said, I think when we were on uh, we were on the Seaside Radio Show, shout out to Clacker Bulk and, uh, and James, mm. Uh, that basically I thought our forward, our front row forwards, our middle third, if you will, were going to be too strong for Queensland and then our outside backs were going to rip mm. and they were going to tear. Yeah. Now, not only was I wrong about that, I, it was the complete opposite, of, actually. Well, look, you know, what, you know what shocked me probably most? Not a single PCM amongst them. Not a single PCM. Couldn't buy a PCM. You could not buy a PCM. Payne Haas didn't know what a PCM meant. He Junior thought, Paulo didn't know what a PCM was. No, absolutely no idea. I'd say the only two forwards for New South Wales who I would have you know, taken home to my bed with me, mm. metaphorically speaking. Well, taken home to mum. Taken home to mum, introduced them to the folks. There are only two, Eddie, and I think you know the two, but I I'll do. just I'll say them I to do. the pun and the dribbler, and that's one Angus Crichton yes. of hair getting a bit long, bra fame, <laughs> and Jake Trebojevic of any time, any place, I'll tackle you, I'll nail you, I'll drill you fame. Of 54 tackles, none missed, 98 metres run fame. Yeah. Now, those boys, unfortunately, in the back row, showing the front row is how it's done. Yeah. So, let's start there. We lost the fucking battle in the middle. Lost it. And because we weren't going forward and we had slow the ball was as slow as I've seen in origin football... We were too lateral trying to shift the nut because we couldn't go through them. And then, you know, as soon as we got to the second man, they were already there right in front of your face. We can't fucking do anything. Now, I'm sure that many of you expected us to come in here and, and, you know, basically behead Nathan Cleary. And it's still early in the podcast. But whilst I don't think Nath did much other than kick a 40-20 once that everyone's hanging their hat on, I do think it's hard for any halfback, and we are sounding a little X's and O's here, but it's a little hard for a halfback to do much when your forwards aren't doing dick and you're basically not getting any front foot footy. Yeah. Look, I, I, you and I were sitting there in the second half, and I was pissed off. Yeah, I was. And I was starting to get a bit vocal. And what I was saying to you, I think we've lost this game because we just weren't asserting ourselves through the middle. Now, from where I was sitting, Tom... Felt like we needed a bit more cunt out there. Just Don't like using that word. Listen. Not a, not a word I often use. Just but sometimes. Sometimes you've got to use it. Yep. Sorry, Mum. But we needed more cunt out there. Yes. And I'm looking at the bench and I'm like, Nathan Brown's known for having a bit of... Well, Nathan's a cunt. He's a cunt. And respectfully. I'm thinking, oh, yeah, respectfully. That's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a compliment. A good one. Yeah. And I'm thinking, shit, maybe we get him on to play a bit of rugby league football. 12 minutes. That's all Nathan got. 12 minutes. 
And then you start saying, okay, well, if he's only going to play 12 minutes, would it be nice to have a utility out there? Maybe utility to fucking fill the void when Tedesco goes off. And then Isaiah, yo, good double boy, do good double stock. Love your work, mate. But you were all at sea. Well, you're not James Tedesco. You're all at sea in centre. Yeah. All at sea. Yeah. Drop the ball. Defensively, like, wigging out. Didn't know where the fuck he was. No. And I just wonder, shit, we could have done with a utility, bro. Well, and if... Uh, firstly, could have done with some cunt, respectfully. And if but if did, you're not going to play the cunt... Not, <laughs> get some other cunt in Get another cunt. 12 minutes. It's not enough cunt. You can't assert yourself as a cunt in 12 minutes. <laughs> not in origin. You might be able to win a club game, Tom, but not in origin. Not in origin footy. Now, what we also realised, we were get, as we were getting an Uber to uh, the venue... The Nelson again. We should get them to sponsor us. No, Seaside Radio. That's sorry. We're going to Seaside Radio. Let me pause right there, though. For all the P's and D's listening, this is not a sponsored post, but Seaside Radio, one of the hosts, Clacker, Clary Moore, North Bondi Motorino, has given a special offer for punters and dribblers. Go to their website. I think the fucking promo code, which I've, we really need to get better at our promo codes, but I think it's just dribblers or dribbler, 20% off, Motorino, get around it. As we were getting the Uber... To Seaside Radio Show. The Uber drive we were with, can't remember his name, but we're having a good yarn, and he's like, oh, I'm worried about Queensland. Suncorp, yeah, there's an extra 10 points at Suncorp. And we were like, bruh, yeah, all right, well, we'll win by 20 then, and then it's 10 points, so they'll win, they'll, you know, we'll only lose by 10. Mm. We were just sort of dismissing this man. We nabrahed him. We nabrahed him respectfully, just dismissed his theories, and we're like, bro, too many weapons in the duffel bag. Have you seen the duffel bag? <laughs> it's it's jam packed. It's jam packed full of weapons. Can't even zip it up. As it turns out, Suncorp definitely worth an extra 10 points, to which you and I, Eddie, realize that we're just too young. We haven't watched enough Origin. We haven't seen enough winters. We haven't seen enough winters. Now, now you know. Look. Had we seen more winters, had we been more cynical, more wary of the trap that we were being lured into... We're still too young and optimistic. We would have fucking known better. Now, there's a reason why it's hard to win at Suncorp, because it's a collagen. The last time we won there was with who? The greatest rugby league footballer of all time leading us around in Mm. Joey Johns, and that side was sick. Yeah. Now, was it one of the worst sides on paper for Queensland? Yeah, it was, but... Again, it seems to mean nothing when you go up to Suncorp in a decider. We haven't seen enough winners. We're too young. We're too hot. We're, we're too we're virile, mate. Dude, we are too young and too hot. That's the problem. And you know, like we like, hadn't seen enough winners, and we're not cynical enough. We're optimistic as hell. Some go like, so Tom, Eddie, you know, people obviously come up to us on the street into the dams. Tom, Eddie, what did you learn from Origin? I'll tell you what we learned. We're too young. And we're too hot, and we just haven't seen enough winters to know what it is that's going on. With a lot of things we do, but when you're this young and this hot, sometimes it gets away from you. Sometimes it gets away from you. You make poor decisions. Well, not poor decisions. That, that, no, you make decisions, right. but you're a bit too bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. No, no, Anything's it. possible. Anything's possible. Dare to dream Dare stuff. Dare to dream. Even though we weren't really dreaming because we should have fucking nailed them to a cross. We definitely should have pissed down their mouths. Now, Respectfully, of course. Respectfully, of course. I was worried the moment we didn't show any fucking mongrel in that game one. We didn't. We just didn't seem to want to be there. Well, Adelaide isn't cut from the origin cloth, so why we took it there is sort of just like, it doesn't even make yeah, sense. It doesn't matter. You play what's in front of you. I know. You're looking for excuses. You play what's in front of you, and we didn't show enough get up and go. If that's it, we were up by 10 points going into the second half. Mm-hmm. I, know, right. I don't want to dwell on it, but no, you know right. what I mean? You're right. Now, then you start to ask questions about Freddie. Now, Freddie's obviously a New South Wales legend. Now, let's start with that. Yeah. He's the most capped. 
He's an out now, and, and he's just uh, led us to back to back series. He's led us back to back series. Now I'm not I'm not asking for Freddie's head. All I'm saying is, after the back after a, a loss of this gravity, is that right the term? Yeah, of this magnitude. magnitude thank you. A loss of this magnitude when we have that side and they have theirs. The fact that we don't get the W, you got to start asking questions. Well, I think that we're being unfair to the side. And as the great manly skipper, Daly Cherry Evans, said, on behalf of the worst side, excuse me, in Queensland history, going to go get my yaya yippee on. Mate, okay. You look at that side now and you go, fuck, we were wool pulled by like dumbasses in the media who just say shit like that, which aren't actually true. No, but okay. Munster, Cherry Evans, Fa'asuamala Awi. Fucking Harry Grant's on the bench for fuck's sake. Harry Grant's a great Papali. bloody Papali. Mate, Jake the, Friend. The side fuck. is good. The side is good. They didn't even have fucking Ponga. But our side, when measured against sides of recent times, is very good, right? By our standard. Yeah, but it's also not now when you look at it. And you go, what the fuck, Nathan? Cle-? Like, when people are going, who's the Australian halves? I'm like, if you fucking don't pick Cherry and Munster... What do you mean, mate? It's a no-brainer. But people are saying people are still calling for Cleary. Like Cleary hasn't the- done enough for anyone to look. Keep him there if you want. Fuck it. I'm not here to to to, to behead Nathan Cleary. If you want to keep him there, sure. I've sat through the Pierce years. I can do it again if if I think that's what the state wants. I'll sit through another fucking eight years of a half that doesn't play very good rugby league at Origin time, and the Sixers just get bullet after bullet after bullet. Sure, Eddie, I'll do it. But don't fucking tell me he's Australian caliber. At least Mitch didn't get picked for the national side. Like, Daly's just fucking won a whole bloody series with Munster. Munster's dick couldn't be, you know, any bigger at the moment. One of the great origin footballers. One of the great, probably the best player in the game right now. He's the best player in the game right now. Queensland's team is good. They're not shit. Were we a little bit caught up in pre-origin hype and believe in our own hype, were we? Yeah, we were. As evidenced by that star song. Fucking anthem, mate. We were that anthem is New South Wales sniffing their own farts. The whole state was like <laughs> we sniffing were. our own farts, going, we Look how good we smell. Yeah. We were we sniffing are our own farts. Unstoppable. But this is my point. We were sniffing our own farts, right, to such a degree that the effort levels that I saw out there in this series weren't up to fucking scratch. No. We didn't want it enough. Well, they'd been inhaling gas for the last fucking 12 months. We didn't want it enough. You know what I mean? We could come in there, fart now. High on fart and get the W. That's That's, what we thought. That's just not the way it works in Origin. You can't walk into anywhere high on farts and get a win, let alone Origin. Origin. Origin's the last place to be high on farts and expect to get a win. It just doesn't happen. Doesn't it? It's never happened. It's never, ever happened. And that's why in origin football, there's story after story, tale after tale of, of teams on their own fluffs, walking in there and thinking they're going to get Ws and, and they get they put to the sword and then it's fucking embarrassing. I tell you what, when Queensland got eight in a row, not one fart was sniffed in no. the eight years. No, 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 no. They didn't like the scent. No, of course they didn't. They could have. They knew there were farts there to sniff and they went, nah. <laughs> no, there was farts everywhere. The whole state was like, D- whatever you do, block your nose when yeah. you fart because this is not, we don't want to get ahead of ourselves. But New here. South Wales has never learnt that. We bend over for the corporate dollar and we sniff our own farts. Sometimes it works for us. Sometimes it doesn't. Sniffing your own farts will only get you so far. <laughs> only get you so I've far. always said that. Always said that. It'll get you somewhere. It'll get you somewhere, but it'll get you. But it won't well, get you that. Good. It doesn't get your origin glory. No. Now that side last year, humble, down to earth, relaxed, but still fucking hungry for Ws. Yeah. I didn't see any of that this no. year. No. No. And you got to start thinking to yourself: Does it start from the top down? 
listen, Freddie, okay, that fucking anthem. He went and played the double guitar. He, went, he did it. He did it. He could have said no. Surely he could have said no. He would. Have, he could have said, listen, how about nah, brah? Yeah. How about you sniff your own farts? Not in my team. No. Not in my state. I reckon he could, look, he could have done that. What, they're going to drag him in there and tie him up to a fucking pole and go, were well, you doing it anyway? Fart in his mouth for him? No, I don't think so. I don't but, even know if that's legal. Look, I think Freddie might have got a bit high on his own supply as well. I hate to say it, but that's what I'm that, saying. And, they, and you know what they say, Eddie? You never get, get high on your own supply. I mean, it's that's a, the first rule. It's the number. It's the first rule. It's the first rule. Biggie Smalls told us that. Step by step booklet for you to get your game on track, not your wig pushed back. That's what it is. Biggie told us, mate. Biggie told us. Biggie, he, we've known this since the nineties, mate. It's not new. It's not new. And here we are on Origin Eve. Sniffing our own farts. Yeah, in a room full of it. So look, when you when you when you go from that angle, it's no surprise that we got fucking dusted. Yeah, we were never in that game three. I know it was close late, but if we won that game, it would have actually been a, a great travesty to the game of rugby league. We had absolutely no fucking right to no. win that. None. I will say, was that Okar taken out on his way to a certain yes. shot? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. And you can't tell me otherwise. But don't don't leave it till the last second and let as if Corey Allen isn't going to do that. As but, if Corey Allen isn't. Of course he's going to do that. But I mean, think about that's this, what it is. That's think what about this do. next year. Take Corey Allen out, who is like their worst player by a country mile, and you put in Kalen Ponga. Or and then AJ Brimson comes back after ripping game one. And what? Oh, Harry Grant. Now every year they roll it. They roll out another player who's born of Origin cloth, and they've done it again. Harry Grant loves Origin football. Literally. Born of origin cloth. The heir apparent, you know, Jake Friend, I think, is, is is certainly good enough to be there. But Harry Grant just absolutely fucking killed it. And then I saw today, I can't remember where I saw it, but it was a great point. You look at somewhere like Melbourne Storm and it's like, oh, they've lost Cameron Smith, Billy Slater and Cooper Cronk. It's like, oh, but they've got Cameron Munster, Harry Grant and Ryan Pappenhausen just stepping straight into their place. Mate, they're, they're not going anywhere. If anyone thought that Melbourne Storm were going to be like, oh, fall off a cliff, see you later, like, you know, go join West Tigers vibes. No, 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 no. They're going to be right where they were, you, rolling out And, and what about when everyone's going like, oh, I wonder if Harry Grant's going to stay with the Tigers to go to Melbourne. It's like when you see him rip like that for origin, you're like, Harry Grant would prefer to slam his penis in a car door than mm. spend any more time at the Tigers than he needs to. Bloody Josh Alloyer, who is, in terms of front row of fame, it's not like he's top of the pops. He's not bad. He wants to come to Manly. Happy to have you, bro. Welcome to the beaches. But, like, Josh Alloyer is like, I'm out, bro. They said today, I heard on the radio, they were like, uh, you'll be groundskeeper before we give you a release. That's Wes said that. Yeah. And then he put up a, a meme of him mowing lawns. It was like Josh at Jim's mowing. He put his face on a Jim's mowing. Now, there's another thing I want to talk to you about, Tom. And again, I'm not here to bash Nathan Cleary. He's had a good season. Did he step up in the big moment? No, no. not really. No, he didn't. I'd like to understand, and maybe you can help shine some light on this, Tom. I'll do my best. How Nathan Cleary walks into that season without the Brad Fittler medal and walks out of it with it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because he had a great game two. It was a lovely game two. And in game three, he kicked a 40-20. Which was a good 40-20. It was a big 40-20. Great 40-20. But one 40-20 doesn't maketh an origin performance. Doesn't maketh a man of the series for the Blues. No, I didn't think. Doesn't maketh a Brad Fittler medalist. So I'm I'm sort of like, I, I think that... I don't, I don't know if Nathan's got a potent brew on him, that he's just farting in everyone's mouths, but like... 
Nathan is just fucking wall-pulling everyone somehow. And again, full respect to him. He's a good player. I'm not trying to kick a Nathan while he's down. But Angus Crichton, who obviously we're getting high on his supply, but his supply was great this Origin series. Not because he's a dear friend of the show and, you know, we'll text him late at night. We'd have him home to mum. Not because of that, but because he fucking... He, he stood was, up. He stood up. He was a weapon. He didn't start game one, and then Cam Murray went down, and it's like we're watching a boy, boy become a man. Well, no, Cam Murray, well, both of them. Both fucking them. they both went down. Um, but he stood up in every game he played. In every game. Ran hard. Jake Trebojevic stood up in every game he played. Out of car. I like, heard Jake Trebojevic still fucking... out there making tackles. Still Game's is. over. He's still making tackles. Doesn't bother him, mate. He was still out there and rip. I don't give a fuck if it's full time. I was just Nathan like, didn't do enough. Daniel Saifidi fucking was at least better than Nathan. Did fuck all game three with all of them. Yeah, look, I don't know. I, maybe, maybe I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about and I'm watching a completely different game. There's every chance that we don't maybe, know what we're talking maybe about. Maybe I've got absolutely no fucking idea what I'm on about. Maybe. But he didn't play a good game one. He didn't play a good game three. What do you want? What do you want from us? He had a pretty good first half in game three. I'll say that. It was all right. So but that it was, was it. Yeah, it was all right. It was fine. We didn't win. We didn't win. So, you know, it's not that great. But yeah, sure. It was okay. I'm not here to try and bury the man, but it wasn't that good. We're just asking questions. We're questions asking, that we don't have answers to. We need the questions answered. We don't have them answered. Fuck the star, though. That's all I will say. Obviously, if you want to come and get on board, then we can change that tune pretty damn quick. Um, also, shout out to the keen-eyed P's and D's who noticed... Nudson, Luke Bracey in the crowd next to the Prince of Lang Park, Lincoln Lewis of Wally Lewis's son's fame. Bracey, proud to see Bracey repping the blue in and amongst a sea of maroon, looking very somber. But looking good. Looking good, though. Can't deny that. Looked hot. He did look hot. And that's more important. Looked Not like, than a win, but just in general. Looked like a bloke you'd want to see naked. Balls in your court, Bracey. Balls in your court. Balls in your court, dude. Put your balls in ours. Put your balls in our court already. Uh, now, moving on from State of Origin, because fuck that arena for the four Six seat. months. Yeah, six months-ish. Um, this is a rugby league off-season story, and listen, we got to pre-preface uh, everything here with all alleged innocent until proven guilty. We don't know what we're talking we about. We don't know what we're talking about. Comedy sports podcast at Al. But Michael Morgan of uh sorry, Michael Gordon of Flash Gordon nickname fame and of NRL journeyman, one time origin player fame, has been arrested and charged uh as being involved in a drug syndicate supply and possession. So Are they throwing numbers around? Dave, I'm going to get you to do some deal. And where did now. where was he arrested? In the Gold Coast. In the Gold Coast. Oh, sorry. So he's an on the Glitter Strip. On the Glitter Strip. Now he is an employee of the Gold Coast Titans, and we have acknowledged in the past that we were of the understanding that written into some Gold Coast contracts were drug paraphernalia, whether it's a pill press or you know. Uh, a small commercial quantity of ecstasy that you can then sell on the side. So it's like, I'm giving you, say, $200,000 contract. $100,000 that is in pingers, and mm. you then go and sell them yourself. 
So I don't know. And that's all alleged. That's just something that we'd heard. Mm. I don't know if that's potentially where Michael's gone. They've gone, you know, they've given Michael, say, 100 grand's worth of pingers. And he's maybe just gone, well, I thought this was cool to sell. Didn't realize it was still having to be, like, you got to be, you can't just be overtly selling pingers. Well, you can't, you can't sell them like you're selling ice cream. No. You like Josh I mean? Masood's doing. You can't be driving around a Mr. Whippy van just selling No, pingers. no, no. You can't Mr. Whippy this thing up. No. You've got to be smart. You've got to be tactical. You know what I mean? Although, I mean, and maybe that was what he was doing, driving a Mr. Whippy van but just playing like hard styles. I think that might have been how he got caught, actually. <laughs> M. Gordon. Look, I mean, what's he looking at? Is this serious stuff? So, it's, uh, so this whole investigation was actually a strike force that was started in May. So this seems like some pretty serious stuff. The Michael Gordon strike force. The Michael Gordon. I don't know if it was particularly for him. I think it, he might have been a part. Yeah, a part in, like, yeah. There might have been a bigger player. So his... Then Michael Gordon? Well, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> there, um, there were five raids that took place simultaneously as he got busted. Um, he got found with, where did it say here? Coke, MDMA, steroids, more than 60,000 cash, mobile phones, and drug paraphernalia. He's getting charged with um, two counts of supply of prohibited drugs and two counts of possessing a prohibited drug. Um so that doesn't seem as bad as, you know, if it would have been something like trafficking or, um, I don't know, something, I'm not a law expert. But in terms of what they caught him with. You've sold drugs before, though. I haven't sold drugs before. <laughs> it's, not, um, it's not selling if you give them out for free. <laughs> uh, listen, tr- seri- on a serious note, Michael Gordon always seemed like a nice player, right? Seemed like everyone, someone everyone got around uh, and seemed like a pretty good dude. You do have to wonder though what fucking world you're on. Where you like you're working with an NRL club and then you go and sell drugs on the side. Like you've got to be a fucking idiot, right? Respectfully, mate. He's look. I mean, you can't. I can't attest to the circumstances in which no. he's found himself. But you know, sometimes desperate men and women do desperate things. Sometimes, but also sometimes you get a taste for that cash. You know what I mean? And people find it hard to turn off. Yeah. The cash like, I don't know what... Hand. I don't know. I mean, you know, the Gold Coast Titans kept alive by the smell of a bloody a dirty old rag. Mm. I don't know how much coin they've got to be kicking about. I don't know if Michael's supplementing his income. Well, he, I would, well, he, I would he, think he 100% is. But whether or not he needed to, I don't know. Yes. A lot of unknowns. Feel sorry for him, though. You do. Young family, all that shit. Just dumb decisions, you know? Dumb, dumb decisions. Dumb, 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 dumb. Um, but what can you do, bruh? That's it. You fucking... You got to take your licks, whether they're in origin or whether it's fucking in the real house, in the real world, you know? Licks have got to be taken. Licks are taken whether you like it or not. Yeah, yeah. Wish him all the best. Wish so. him all the best. Hope he doesn't go to fucking prison. Hopefully he can get, you know, don't do this dumb shit, bruh. But it doesn't, like, again, we're not, when this is a Izzy Carey lawyer to the stars sort of thing. Can you send me, just on WhatsApp, Dave, mm-hmm. just a fucking thing of what he's done? I am then, while we're on the podcast, going to forward that to lawyer to the stars and just see if he can come back to us with what he might be looking at. I think that's a great idea. Because the lawyer of the stars will know. Well, he's a lawyer at least. You know, that. what else do we fucking keep him on retainer for? You know what I mean? Mate, like, we're paying him 10 grand a month. We're paying him shitloads of money to just sit there and look pretty. He doesn't pretty. do anything. He just looks pretty. Really pretty. Really pretty. Spends all that money on vapes. Yeah. he's a. <laughs> he just sits there, he vapes, 
And fucking, I don't know if he's even doing any other law stuff or if it's just, you know. <laughs> Mate, he said to me on the weekend, all he does is sit back and count the checks we send him every month. So get off your fat ass and do something, mate. Danny Widler said, uh, major issue developing for Gold Coast Titans surrounding the arrest of Michael Gordon. Uh, it is my understanding the former coach Garth Brennan expressed concerns about Gordon to the club. Management ignored him, later appointed Gordon to the role at the club. I mean, if that's true, that's fucking hilarious. Eddie Rugby's back to being boring. Well... Look, I think we had a perfect opportunity, Tom. A perfect opportunity to steal a Tri Nations. Yes. To earn a Tri Nations. Well, steal the wrong word. Yes. To earn one. Yes. But steal one in the sense that no one gave us a fucking hope in hell. Rightfully so, it seems. Um, steal it in that sense. Yes. But earn it. Earn it, but steal it, steal it, but earn it. I get you. And uh, steal it, we won't. And earn it, we won't. So that's good. Um, we drew against Argentina. No one scored any tries. Now, I don't want to have a crack at Reese Hodge of cadence fame because, you know, he played all right against the All Blacks. But Reese starting to develop a habit uh, as a man who doesn't like to kick, f- kick for his nation when the game's on the line. He had a kick to put us in front, clock ticking down. We would have won the game probably, and he didn't. He failed. Now, he's done that before in this year's Rugby Union. I'm trying to work out with Reese. That al- first he- kick was pretty tough, though. It was, look, it was tough, but he missed it. Let's, what do I want out of the best players in my country mm. when the game's on? What did Kirtley Beale do on the high belt? Yeah. Kicked from the sideline. We hadn't won there in 400 years. What did Kirtley do? He kicked it and won. What did James O'Connor do when we played in Hong Kong in that weird four fucking test bladders low cup? When we hadn't won one in about 30 years. Yeah. Kicked it. Kicked it. No, I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. And maybe I'm, maybe I'm too... I maybe. don't want to hear it. Oh, it was a, t- a tough kick. It hit the post. Wasn't that fucking tough. He likes to kick him from distance. Mm. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe he needs to take it back even further. Because the one he missed on the weekend was pretty close. And I think he needs about fucking 90 metres between him and the post for... For the, it to be a chance. For the kick to sort of do what he needs. To correct. Yeah. Now, he said he felt like he let down his country, and I think that's pretty fair. <laughs> I don't like that he felt like that, but they're the stakes you're playing with. Well, look, he's playing test match rugby, and the stakes couldn't be higher. They couldn't be higher. So if you do fuck up there, then you have let down your country. Now, you've got to take your licks. Are we handing out licks? Yeah, we are. Should he have done better? Yeah, he should have. I'm licking him right now. Were we, were we, were we every chance of winning the Tri-Nations this year? Mm. Yeah, we were. Yeah, we were. Now, it's disappointing. Yeah, it is. But it's what I've come to expect. Yeah. Being let down by teams that I support. Yeah. It's been a year for that. It's been Manly, a- let me down. The Blues, let, let me, me down. down. Wallabies, currently letting me down. Well, I've been getting let down by them for fucking long time. Now, is it an advantage for us that Test cricket in and around the new year. Yeah, there's a test early in December, but there's one very late, and then there's two next year. I think that bodes well for us. Yes. I think that, you know, Australia, as a nation, we look towards 2021 with optimism, as a Manly Seagull supporter I with optimism. I think 2021 is, and everyone, because this was the year of the pun of the dribbler, and I think that's delivered in spades. It Just has been like, the year of the pun of the dribbler. From a podcast sense, you guys have never been luckier, you know what I mean, from a, from a, a year of punting and dribbling. It's definitely mm. been the year of the pun of the dribbler. But next year is just our year. Whoever you are, wherever you are, it's our year. 
Yeah. It's so all yeah. fucking... It's the nation's year next it's year. It's the nation's year. Everything's looking up. Everything's going to happen. Look, a lot of the nation's willpower, particularly the state of New South Wales, went into fighting COVID. Yeah. And we fought it tooth and nail. We fought the fuck out of it. Like, I can go to the beach, I can go to the pub, I can go for dinner, I can fucking, you know... You can cough in my mouth if you want to, and there's no worry. And there's no fear. There's no fear. There's no fear of repercussions, Tom. We've bested it down here as best as you can do without a a vaccine, right? That's We've set the bar as high as you can set it. The globe looks at us and goes, holy shit. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. Now, off the back of that, Tom, there's been some collateral damage. I think it's fair to say. Yep. The Blues, the Wallabies, Manly, it's all collateral damage, yep. right? But now that we've set a nice foundation for ourselves, that the nation's healthier than it's ever been. Never been healthier. We look towards 2020 with optimism, with hope in our eyes and our hearts and our souls. A sparkle in the eye. And I think that if ever we were going to get the the quad of, of glory, then it's going to be next year. I'm talking Manly into the inaugural test championship, into New Bledisloe. South Wales, getting redemption into Bledisloe. That's yeah. what I see for 2021 for our future. That's what I see. That's an exciting 2021. And obviously the podcast, just from a podcast sense, but mirroring it, in fact, maybe even going even higher. You know what I mean? The trajectory, the trage. Yeah, trage. That the podcast is on can't be untraged. No. It's it's an irreversible trage. It's set now. Yeah, it's fixed. If you wanna if you wanna try and get an idea of the trage we're on here, ask look, Dustin Johnson. Well, just look at the uh, look at the trage in relation to technology, the speed of technological advancement. Yeah, plodding along, plodding along, plodding along. Trage, charged up. Now, what's that called? I can't recall. There is a term for it: exponential growth. Thank you. We have an exponential trage. Yeah. I mentioned Dustin Johnson because I love his charges at the Masters and he got it the Grand Jacket. Yeah. Ours is something like that, but even better because yeah. it's exponential. It's an exponential trash. It gets bigger and better the bigger and better it gets. Makes sense? The bigger and better it gets, the bigger and better it gets, Yeah, which is fucking mind-blowing. Right? Which is mind-blowing. And as part of that ascension, obviously we dragged these these teams who have failed miserably this year with us. Yeah, they've let us down. We've kind of... We've, we've, We've kept it alive. We've kept this thing humming. So listen, shout out to Reese Hodge. Don't know whether you need to kick anymore or what we need to do around that. Does annoy me greatly that rugby union kickers don't seem to be as good as rugby league kickers. What is that? Is that just a practice thing? Never used to be the case. No. Never used to be Elton the case. Elton Flatley could kick him from anywhere with that chin. Uh, mate, look, Reese. We had bloody hey, Re- John Eels kicking. No, but it, let's put it that way. It's a good way to put it. Now, when you're 15 all against Argentina, I lost Pumas. In a Tri-Nations that no one really cares about given the circumstances. People care, but not as much as they have in years gone by. Not a whole lot of pressure. Did John Did John buckle? No, he didn't. Did Elton Flatley of chin bum fame buckle in 2003? No. Did Bernie Larkin buckle when he's pump and drop goals? No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Did John Wilkinson, I mean, it pains me to say, but did he buckle under no, the pump 2003? No, he didn't. No, Left he didn't. foot, right foot, any foot. Did Dan Carter ever buckle? No. Not once. Everyone's buckling now. It's a nation of bucklers in the rugby union at the moment, unfortunately, and it's 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 not great. But we still watch. We still tune in. It's Australia. Who the fuck do we play next week? Not New Zealand again. So a week off. Sure. No, no, no. Yeah, it's Argentina and New Zealand this week, then we play Argentina the week after. Just to wrap, just to bow this whole thing. Okay. Cool. Could Argentina go on to win it? Wouldn't that be a good yarn? 
I mean, it wouldn't be a great yarn, Dave, because it means we don't win it. Well, but yeah, I get but... what you mean from a world rugby perspective. I mean, considering we... Would it be a heart warmer? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it'd warm hearts. Yeah. Considering we went into this series just flat out expecting New Zealand to win, only to be completely cock-teased by Australia yeah. that we could have won. It's it'd like... warm hearts. Yeah. It'd warm hearts. What's more likely, I think it's more likely that New Zealand roll Argentina this week, get the bonus point, and then we'd probably lose to Argentina, and then that's, you know, that's All she wrote. We come last, Argentina second, New Zealand first. Went first. It'll be a nice, nice little turn of events. So uh, anyway, I think that's Rugby Union. You didn't even know it was on. No tries were scored in the game, which is fantastic. So you love to see. Uh, and Reese Hodge missed a kick to win the game. Why the fuck don't, aren't you allowed to do same-game multis on Rugby Union games? Like, Is there a reason? Is it something that the body decides? Like, Does Rugby Australia decide we don't want to have betting on the fucking game? We don't want to have same-game multis? How the fuck wouldn't you have a same-game multi? I have absolutely no idea. The last time I checked, one of the great cash cows to ever waddle into the... Sporting world. Into the sporting world was the same-game multi. Fat, marbled... uh, Cat. Cat. Well, cow. Cow, sorry. He's Wagyu. Yeah. It's a Wagyu cow. It's a Wagyu cow. 100% fucking marbling. That's the cow two tries or more into a Michael Hooper fucking fifty tackles. Like we always talk about, we always talk about us buying jets off the back of the same guy multi. I tell you, he's making, he's buying jet after jet after jet off the back of the same guy multi. It's the gambling company, yeah, the betting company. They fucking love same guy multis. Now, either Australian rugby has said nah, bro, to the same game multi, which I think is a travesty because nothing drums up chatter mm-hmm. around sport more than same game multi. Uh, welcome to Australia, bro. We love to punt down here. Yeah. Same game multis are all anyone talks about around the water cores, bro. All anyone talks about. And then you start naming the players and statistics and sharing this will happen and that will happen. People are sharing them around. You're drumming up interest. Yeah. Now, rugby league saw the shining light. Yeah. They saw the writing on the wall. They know that their their target market, the punter and the dribbler, who love to punt and dribble and dribble. Rugby union doesn't seem to get it. Now I'm not saying that that is the case because it may well be that the sports betting companies just don't have the quant modelling capabilities to, to crunch the numbers. I don't know. That'd be weird if that was the case, though, wouldn't it? But again, remember what I just said: that big fat marbled cow. They're loving it. Have to be worth it. They're eating. Everyone will be doing. They're it. eating off gold plates for dinner, bro. Exactly. I don't think the sports bet come, sports bet at Al is saying no to a same game multi. I think that uh, it's rugby union. Rugby union in the boat again in their fucking mole skins and their tweed jackets and their snooty RM Williams boots. Shout out RM if you want to sponsor us. You know, and their bow ties, and their bow ties, and their, and their like, long lunches their at Wong's. Boater hats. You know what Mr. I mean? Wong's. And their pockets full of Red Bull. Yeah, Red know. Bull laid pockets. and They seem more concerned. Their bloody Verve Clico. They seem more concerned line. with the image than they do the fattening of the wallet. Their Grange. Look. Their red noses. The oysters. The oysters. They, they, they want to, you know, they like to keep the squeaky clean image of rugby alive. To what end? I don't know. Fuck no. Squeaky clean doesn't sell, bruh. Doesn't get me up. You know what sells? Sexy. Yeah. You know what's sexy? Same Same game game multis. Uh, Eddie, some sad news rolling in just to do this podcast. Keith Titmus of the Manly Seagulls. 20 years old. Sounded like a throbber on the rise. Uh, Sadly passed away. 
Terrible news. Terrible news. Not really clear as to what happened other than that he just went down with a training and taken to hospital. And Thoughts with uh, family, friends, That's club. it. Um, not much not else good. to say. Vale. All right. So we were trying to come up with a fucking title for D or Dave's segment here. And we asked people to uh, come out with, you know, different things, ideas. And sometimes simplicity, the best way to go, you know, you can get you can get bogged down in trying to sound too smart and funny. And for me personally, the winner had to go to friend of the show and proud sponsor, Denny Kemp, who just had Dioring with Dave. And I feel like that was right in front of our faces the whole time. It was. Staring us right in the face. Dioring with Dave. Absolutely perfect. That's exactly what you do. You put your little Dior fingers to work and your name's Dave. So I feel like right now it's time for Dioring with Dave. Beautiful intro there. All right. So as some punters and dribblers might have already seen as the photos up on our Instagram, um, Greg Norman, the shark. And his little shark have been making the news. Big shark. Big, Big shark. shark That's life. great white, dude. He's so, uh, seen strolling across lovely beach here with his dog, clearly eyeing it off, and a clear outline in the board shorts there. One of the great dicks in world sport, looking at that. Like, Cut. if if that's not a trick of the eye, then that is one of the great dicks. Well, there's a couple of things to address off the top. Maybe... Like, did anyone stop to th- ask themselves why his name's the Great White Shark? Maybe this is why. Yeah. It's got fuck all to do with golf. Nothing to do with golf. Nothing to do with actual sharks themselves. All to do with his penis. Because it's a Great White. Great White's obviously kings of the of the ocean. Yes. Absolutely massive. Yeah. Terrifying. And Greg, penis aside, is in phenomenal nick for a man of his age. Like, Yeah, yeah. He works out. He bro. is in phenomenal nick. Now, some people are saying, did he prime it for the photo? Is this is this sort of like a... Um, a George Burge, a soft George situation. Is it a soft George situation? I back Greg here. I just don't know where Greg would have had the opportunity to prime it on a beach, you know what I mean? Like, no, there doesn't seem to be enough shelter for mine. It just seems like... A, it, it, I'm giving Greg benefit of the doubt purely because it doesn't look like... Unless this photo is purely for the sake of showing off his hog... I just don't see why where he's gonna like take the time to to secretly prime himself. I mean, look, you'd have to be pretty cynical to think that this is a hog showing. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think. I, it's I mean, look, you could argue, you could argue, hog. you could argue that Greg's lost his way a little bit. He's, he may well have been in America for too long, but he's still an Australian at heart. He's still our Greg. He's still our Greg. And I just think that you know the nation. Oh, he's just, can he's get just taking. Him he's again. just taking his dog for a walk. I think he's put that photo up because he looks. He's cut from granite. I think he probably realised once he got the photo, he's gone. I look phenomenal, and I you know inadvertently have my big thick Australian fucking Dick. forward dangling between. That's a driver, mate. That's a driver. I take that back. Driver, big Bertha. Yeah, it's a big Bertha. Um, and so he's going, look, it's a win-win. The dog's in the shot. Nice ocean vista. I'm obviously ripped beyond belief. How old is Greg? He'd be in his 60s. Greg looks to die for. Yeah, Greg looks delicious. Topped off, cherry on top. 
certainly, or the banana split. He strikes me as a bit of a Lothario. He's 65. Fuck! So, looking good. Compared to Schmicko. Looking good? Compared to Schmicko, you're right. That's look, as good as you can look at his age. I couldn't, I couldn't hit Shark for 28 off and over. I tell you what, I didn't know it, but now I do. Designing golf courses and the you know the middle to back half of your life keeps you looking keeps good. Looking, keeps you on your toes. Who'd have thought? I mean, if Tiger Woods starts growing back hair off the back of his because he's transitioning into that, if he if his hair comes back, we'll know for sure. Yeah, it's it's indisputable, irrefutable. Yeah, designing course is good for the health. Yeah, and um, for the and for the junk, it yeah. would seem. Because I refuse to believe Tom that a bloke could capitulate on the back nine at the Masters like Greg did it on a couple of occasions, carrying that thing around. They don't seem to align. No, it doesn't make sense, does it, that a man who can't win the Masters has a, has a dick. With a six-stroke lead going yeah. to the back nine. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to make sense of, isn't it? But the world is a funny place, Eddie. A man with a dick that big, you, you might think, this guy doesn't well, crack you know, pressure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can't. Can't, but maybe... Maybe it does. Maybe it takes. Maybe just running that thing is pretty, you know, taxing on the body. So well, sucking all the blood from his brain. You know what I you mean? You know what I mean? It's like it's it's a, it's like when you're at high altitude, eight thousand meters and above. You know the the high peaks of the world. You got to take oxygen with you because oxygen, you know, doesn't go to the brain and you make stupid, stupid decisions. decisions. That's why some people are still up there. Exactly. Maybe you needed a brainstorm. Maybe you needed a brainstorm. Maybe you needed a deep breath. Maybe you needed to sit down. Too long on the feet with that thing flowing to the end. Yeah, mate. You know what I mean? No wonder you'd struggle. He's, he doesn't have a far lap heart. That's what we know. That's the, well, A far lap heart, it'd pump, it'd pump blood to all areas. Not a problem. Comfortably. Not a problem. But the, the thing is that humans can't sustain the, a heart the size of a horse. I've never seen a human with a horse heart. No. I don't think there's enough room in the, in in the, the chest, chest cavity. cavity. Now, I'm not a doctor. Or a vet. But I do know dimensions. Yeah, yeah. We're, 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 we still did D&T at school, you know? Like, we get sizes and shit. Isometric drawing. Did I make a little bike? Yeah. yeah. Did I make a box? Did I come last in DT all the time? Sure. Did uh, I make a wooden pencil case? Sure. Yeah, I did. So I get it. Yeah. Did I build a doghouse that no dog ever lived in? Yeah. Did I make a park bench that mum and dad put on the tennis court because they love me, but it was basically a place for no one to ever sit? Yeah. Did I make a, a a side table that my grandma still has in her home? You better believe it. I made a side table that no one owns anymore because I was no good at DT. Your grandma sounds like she had a grandson that could, you know, yeah. finish the job. Yeah, and did. All we're saying is... Greg's dick's too big. Greg's dick's too big for his, for for his human heart. Yeah, for his human heart. So, like, it all makes sense now that he didn't win the Masters and, he, you know, he struggled. The f- I'm shocked he won anything. The fact <laughs> he was world number one with a dick that big, like, you know, he's not... He doesn't... It's almost, it's almost an element... Well, you know of, where he won? He's naturally talented. You know, where they, you know where he won? He won the British Open. Where the British Open held? At sea level, because they're all Lynx courses. Plenty of oxygen down there. That's how Doesn't he got it done. But also, though, like what what I like, he has such a big piece on him. He almost probably wasn't driven as hard as everyone else. He was of natural ability and hog confidence. Can I tell you a story about Greg Norman? Apparently, he picked up a golf club when he was nineteen. He was off scratch in eighteen months. There you go. That's the hog talking. That's the, that's 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 ninety nine percent hog there. Hog confidence. Mm. But on Sunday at the Masters, sometimes. Not enough blood getting around the bod. That's just the way it goes. And that's what you see. And that's what you see. That's what you see. But shout out to Greg. Shout out to his dick. Uh, probably time to move on. Mm-hmm. 
Very sad news this week, Eddie. Uh, perplexing, frustrating, a lot of angry punters and dribblers out there. Uh, that the plaque of St. Peter Volandis has been removed, reportedly, from Wollongong University. Look, these are these are reports trickling in. I'm going to need eyeballs on it. I haven't seen a photo yet. No. So am I refusing to believe it? No, I won't say that. But I'm still reserving judgment. all of my judgment. Yeah. I did. Uh, I DM'd the Jelly Shot kid, who's obviously the man responsible with getting that up there, uh, erecting the plaque, if you mm. will. Mm. Uh, it's what earned him a baggy green. Mm. Um I don't know about you, Eddie, but I think it's incumbent on JSK to head down there and basically give us some sort of a current affair style documentary video uh, about what the fuck's going on. A report from ground zero, if you will. Look, we'll need a live cross. We'll need a live cross. It doesn't need to be live. We'll no, need a cross. Well, yeah, a cross. We'll need a, a cross. Point. We need a cross. We need a cross so that we can be across the situation. Like, it's all well and good for Jelly Shot Kid to have done what he's done and got the plaque up and got himself a baggy we're green. Not, but, bro, we're not, we're not taking back the baggy, the baggy green. green. No, 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 God, no. You've still got that, but we do need a live cross so that we're across what's going on. And, it's a res- and look, I know you didn't choose this life. Like, you- the fuck was that? I was just opening my All oh, right. I know you didn't choose this life, Jelly Shot Kid. You didn't choose for the the burden of responsibility to fall on your young shoulders. But But it has. It has. You can't help that. The plaque you erected has been removed. We need you down there to fucking tell us what's going on. Now, look, I don't want to... Try and get to the bottom of it. I don't want to point fingers. Don't want to do it, but I will. There were some punters and dribblers who raised concern as to whether... Or not, the uh, the plaque was foolproof in its erection. You know, bolts with the threads removed comes to mind. Mm. You know what I mean? That sort of thing mm. was by some said to be a safer method. Now, they've gone with some sort of adhesive glue, yeah. which hasn't clearly hasn't stood up to the rigors of an underpaid security guard <laughs> who has clearly removed it in three seconds. Because yeah. he's not going to stand there and try and remove fucking screws where the thread's gone. No, he just... Puts a little bloody something something underneath, yeah. you know, the ledge and pops it off. Now look, that's all by that's all by the by at this point. That's all in the past. Yeah. It's gone. It's gone. That's the- And all we need now is for you to get the live cross going. Yeah. So that we can know well, A cross, so we know what's going on. Now, Tom and I were kicking around the idea on the weekend. This is not set in stone, but we're kicking around the idea mm. of potentially paying someone maybe Jelly Shot Kid, to get another one made. Well, and maybe not just one, but multiple. And multiple. We just, we just have them up here in safekeeping, and every time one of those underpaid security guards knocks it off, we just mail one down to JSK. But what, we do, is, but what we do is we try a new method every time. Yes. The adhesive glue didn't work. I don't know if you used Yoohoo or Clag. I don't know what you used. It seemed like a Clag job to me. It seemed like a Clag job to me. That's what I'm saying. I don't think they used the King Kong stuff, the, no. the, the heavy duty. Yeah. Or the one that's lifting elephants on the no, package. No. I don't think they used that. No, I, that I don't think that glue was lifting any any elephants. On the <laughs> no, I don't package. think so. It seemed clagged. Yeah, to me. it seemed it seemed horses' hooves and fucking that was it. It was real horse based, which I get because Vlandy's, you know, racing New South Wales. You were trying to find some synergy there, but we need something that's going to hold up an elephant. Now I think that we 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 turn to other methods. Again, I'll leave that up to you, but I like the thread removed idea. Yeah. If that doesn't work, we reassess, we go again, we rebuild because it has become, and quickly might I add, the mecca for punter and the punter and the dribbler the world over. Yeah. Now, 
a mechless, a punter, a, a, mech, a, a punter and a dribbler without a mecca is lost. Yeah, lost punters and dribblers roaming around, not knowing where to go. Imagine if I just went to Mecca, the Muslim version or the Islamic version, and removed their stone that's under that box. That'd be all to see. <laughs> the ka- the Kaaba, something like that. Can we get that up to you? Yeah, yeah. So I don't. So I'm not too disrespectful. <laughs> but yeah, sure. It'd be, I mean, what then? The, uh, the, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be Islamic, bedlam. People of the Islamic faith would not know where to go on That's, their pilgrimage. The Kaaba uh, stone. The Kaaba stone. Close. Uh, you were close enough. Yeah. That's fine. It's play on. It's play on. It's well play on. You weren't being disrespectful. We're just trying to make, you know, comparisons here. Take Kaaba out of this situation, the Islamic world, all at sea. Would you just go in and remove the Pope? What would the Catholics do without a Pope? Exactly. So what we're saying is the dribbler mecca. The punter and dribbler mecca has sort of reached that sort of importance, I think. Comfortably reached that. And I would like to turn and look at the camera, Eddie, and I'd like you to do so with me. And we look to you, St. Peter Volandis, who follows us on Instagram and definitely sees our DMs. Maybe you can help. Maybe you can. I don't know how that would be. Obviously, we're doing it for you, but maybe you could just come on the podcast. That might help. Spread awareness. Well, you know what? Maybe it'd be a gentle reminder that to UOW, yeah, UOW, yeah. that they've got some Alamada again. What what is it? Alamada, Alma, Alma, Alma Mater, Alma Mater, or, or alumni, if you will. or alumni of you know of, of literal biblical scale divinity, yeah. of divinity that they're ignoring yeah. by not addressing on their campus. Now, we did the fucking hard work for them. They didn't have to pay for it. They didn't have to design it. They didn't have to erect it. They didn't have to do jack shit. And they still tear it down. And you've got alumni who is divine. Yeah, direct ignoring of fucking God himself. So you get him on here. You send it to those pricks. You remind them what bloody blasphemy they're conducting <laughs> and we get something put up there that means something a statue for, for maybe you know what i mean what we now need, now we're going statue i don't know I, I think we need to just get this thing back. We're up we're working towards statue <laughs> but listen i mean if you want if someone wants to build a statue there's a baggy green in it for you but right now we're going back to the plant and we're now. in it too Certainly we'd like to be, but if, if it's a restrictive measure, then you make a statue of St. Peter Volandis, you get a baggy green. That's that's how you level up in this game. We got a plaque, jelly shot kid, proud baggy green owner. You build a statue. If there are any metal workers out there, you build a statue of St. Peter And go Volandis. down and, and you put it in some a beautiful garden. Put it this way. If you make a decent statue of St. Peter Volandis, we'll fucking come with you to put it up. It's got to be good though. We'll make that decision. If it's like just a like a metal stick figure made of pipes, that's well, not if it, well, you know, maybe like the well, the pipe layer trophy, the pipe layer trophy. Like if it looks like that, not coming. No, we're not coming. That was no disrespect. No, I love the pipe layer trophy. Shout out to Alex Ironside. That was one of the first things we ever received from a punter and dribbler. That's fact, why that's, he. That's, that's, that's why a, he's a member. You remember, hundred percent. So now, look, that's how you level up on this podcast. That used to be acceptable. Now we want statues. Yeah. That can pass the is that legit test? Yeah, sitting in the garden. If it passes the, it, that legit test, then and listen, it can be. It doesn't have to be like a monster statue. I'll accept garden gnome size and bigger. But I will remind you that. Could you imagine a garden gnome size Peter Volandis <laughs> like hiding in a pond in fucking UOW? That would be fucking dope. So look, you've got a blueprint because you were thinking in your head it has to be huge. No, yeah. it doesn't. 
garden gnome size or bigger. Yeah, but no smaller. No smaller. <laughs> if it's any smaller than a garden gnome, you can piss off. And I say that respectfully. Um, but obviously, we'll look into the plaque as well anyway, because that's happening whether they like it or not. Jelly Shot Kid, please get down there and document some shit for us. Like, what is the what good are you right now? Responsibilities fall on your shoulders whether you like it or not. This is the way it goes, the way of the world. Tough times ahead. Thinking of everyone down at UOW. And to you too, St. Peter, who still hasn't fucking responded to our DMs. But sees them. But sees them because you chose to follow us, which is fucking fantastic. But like, what good is that if you don't if we don't have a bit of back and forth, some communication, you know? Don't pretend like you don't fucking love it because you obviously do. Why wouldn't you? Be better. Come on the podcast. Come on. Come on. Jump on, bro. We can zoom it. I know you And fucking- if you want to send us your dimensions, I'm talking your chest, your, uh, your inner thigh. Yeah, yeah. So that the the garden gnome can be or bigger size, yeah, can be to scale. I'm now set on this fucking statue. It has to be done. Work it out. <laughs> Work it out. Someone work it fucking out. Even if the he- the face needs to be legit, if you find just someone of a similar body in a suit, and you know what? I'm not going to fucking design this thing for you. Make it happen. Baggy greens and glory. Put it this way. Christian Ronaldo's, Cristiano Ronaldo's statue looks, it's appalling. That was the most offensive statue I've ever seen in my life. Now, that tells you all you need to know. It can look like anything. We just but, want, but you need yeah, effort. But the, the head's got to look good. No, we, look, look. It, it can look as, as good as... If you get this thing off the ground, I'll allow anything. Okay. But there has to be some tiny resemblance. Yeah, yeah. It can't, it can't be, look like fucking Garfield. No. Although they, they do... <laughs> sort they of. They kind of resemble so. each other. Garfield was a horrible choice of all the things you got to pick I up. I don't know where it came from. You found a cat that looked like PVL a little bit. <laughs> Respectfully. Time to dribble. Uh, um, so let me just uh, before we get into these dribbles punters dribblers obviously this is going to we, we assume we're going to be taking some licks in here which we encourage which we like which we're cool with uh, but we may be rifling through these a little quicker because it's late we had a technical difficulty and there's about 400 there's dribbles. about 400 and we just need to try and keep it you know we got families G'day, boys. It's uh, Norfolk Dribbler here. Just hoping you could settle an argument for me in the uh, Disciples of St. PVL chat. Uh, trying to find out what the fuck my state of origin is. Uh, unfortunately, I was born on a piss shit little island called Norfolk, which, uh, dear Dave of uh, OnlyFans fame, if you could get that up on the screen <laughs> for the boys. Yeah, uh, this is getting if you look though. on Google Maps, you'll see that that is in the middle of but fuck nowhere. It's uh, right on the fucking border between Queensland and New oh, South Wales. Shit. So it my is... origin, according to Google Maps or Google Maps fame, is fucking nowhere. Settle an argument for me, boys. Uh, am I a fucking dirty maroon or a cockroach? Ba-da-da-da-da. Ba-da-da-da-da. Cheers, boys. I uh, think he's a blue. Like... Look, I'm. I know that my eyes have let me down in the past. <laughs> Give me something straight, Dior. Give me something straight. We'll do this the old-fashioned way. Yeah. Is uh, that square? That's about square. That's about square. It's flush. What Eddie's doing for those that aren't listening is just putting a phone, the straight edge of a phone, uh, up on the screen here. 
basically just trying to draw a straight line between North. You know what we can do. You know what we'll do. We'll know. You know what we'll do. We'll get the longitude latitude up. Norfolk Island. Because what will it be? The the long, the longitude. longitude. The longitude no, no, will latitude, be the same. No, latitude. Lat is flat. Long is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And Long then t- you've also got to do the same for New South Wales, right? Yeah. Exactly. Or the Tweed River. Let's pick. Wait. Let's pick something. Let's pick a place. The Tweed uh, Tweed River. Yeah, but Tweed River's long. What about a town? Tweed Heads? Tweed Heads. Yeah. Mm. I think that what he's left out is like where his lineage. Has every single fucking person in his life come from Norfolk Island? Mm. If so, it's just a pick. Just pick one. Sydney's 33 degrees. So he's he's New South Wales. Okay, done. So just explain that now quickly and succinctly for anyone that was... So so punters and dribblers, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but this is what I do know. So we start at the New South Wales-Queensland border with Tweed Heads. That's 28 degrees south. Then we go to Norfolk Island. That's 29 degrees south. Then we go to Sydney. That's 33 degrees south. So by my math, Mm -hmm. Norfolk Island is in New South Wales. Case closed. Case closed. Love that. All right. Dior. Hello, disappointed dribbler dribbling in. Uh, just like to say a few words. Fuck you, Dior Dave. You fucking donkey turn coat. Dior. 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 Fuck you. Uh, be soon, boys. See you later. Didn't think Dave was taking licks. Thought that was going to be us, but yeah. Dave taking licks. Was Eeyore of Winnie the Pooh fame a turncoat? I think he was just calling him a donkey. Called, yeah, I believe that's the sound a donkey makes. Yeah, but they, he was called Eeyore in Winnie the Pooh because mm. that was, you know, like onomatopoeic, I think is the term. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Probably had a bit a of turncoat movie. about him, though. Yeah. Oh, Eeyore sounded like a, like a sad turncoat. <laughs> he was probably our earliest depiction of an animal with depression. You know why? Because you went for Queensland. Well, yeah, I think so. Anyway. I know you won, but it's still depressing. Yeah, up there. yeah, yeah. It sucks. Fuck Queensland. Yeah. New South Wales, you're the blues. Bet the house, you're going to lose. I, I, a bit, be, I. See I, I, a bit, be, I. See you soon, boys. Take your licks. Sound like he was trying to sing that one real quick before like his mother-in-law walked back into the kitchen or something. Like He just had a moment to himself to rip on us, and he took it. And that's full respect to him. He took his moment to, to lick us. Mm. But then, it. yeah. What can you do? Back to the mother-in-law. Man. Back to the mother-in-law. Singing Worst Queensland team in 40 fucking years. Thomas Edison, Turncoat Dior, suck Queensland cock. <laughs> okay, look, I'm not going to do that, but I'm like, we're taking licks. Taking licks. I will say that I feel like one of the blokes singing that song didn't know it. And yeah, he was I'm, taking a lead off his yeah, mate. Yeah, he was definitely. So 100%. he sounds like he sounds like someone who's just you know a bigger fan of the podcast in Queensland. Yeah, and yeah. he just wanted to come in and try. And- he wanted to troll us, but he he wouldn't get through three names if you asked him down the side. No, didn't sound like. Couldn't name the front row. No, absolutely not. 
Um, Harry Grant. Uh, what? Huh? Yeah, who's that? Harry Grant. Oh, is he in Notting Hill? Is he that English actor? No, that's Hugh Grant. That's Hugh fucking Grant. idiot. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. Keep up, bro. Uh, Woo! If we're the worst Queensland side in origin history, what does that make you, blue cunt? Three feet, never. Four eight soon. Sweet. We roll on. Nothing too much original. Hey, boys. Uh, just dead in here from uh, sponsor of the podcast fame. <laughs> Give me a call. Seeing how you're going. Um, you know, I'm not going to say why I'm calling. I'm sure you... Uh, when I say the word famous, what do you think? I didn't say it. Famous. What do you think? Anyway, yeah, boys, hope you've been well. Beef, never. <laughs> famous victory, maybe? I don't know. Famous what? I think that would be a famous Queensland victory if I was to be uh, reading between the lines for old Kempy there. That oh, I didn't get Queensland. that. I, didn't, I missed nah, that. Nah, fuck you, Kempy. <laughs> I missed that. Fuck you, mate. Take your licks. I knew it. I knew it. As soon as I woke up on Thursday morning, there was about 600 fucking dribbles. I go, oh, I know what all of them are about. Licks-based. All lick-based rhetoric. Carry on. Fuck you, Campy. <laughs> Holy shit. That, that was good. good. I like that. Can you that. save that one? I reckon that's a Hall of yeah, Fame. Yeah, that's Hall of Fame, 100%. <laughs> that was hilarious. G'day, boys. This is your Northern Dribbler dribbling. Just a couple of things. I fucking hate losing, so I'll be kind. You're lucky. For you guys to say this is the worst side in history, I'm not even going to go there. But for you guys last week, or yesterday, to say this is the greatest side of your blues, have you seen Rugby League? I don't remember saying that. I don't remember saying that. I'm a big fan of this... uh, end of season origin because I've just realised I can now ride the highs all fucking summer long which one day hopefully you never win the series again you can imagine that same glory so just just think big fan end of season origin love it also especially after you know your team the Broncos sorry me yes fine has a fucking season like we did it's a little bit of a high for the summer fucking love it and I believe you guys said yesterday, Munster, can he make up the difference of 30 points? You didn't think so. Hmm. Think again. And you kept saying, capable, 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 won't get picked. Well, that's because we've never had the cattle you fellas have. And we just know how to step up. He wouldn't get picked in any side ever, really. No offense to the legend that he will now be known as. But we just know how to play Origin footy, which you guys don't understand down there. This is a good lick. So, uh, happy summer. It's accurate. And uh, it's an in the words lick. of your manly boy, DCE, from the worst origin side in 40 years. Thank you. Now, that's a great licking. He's licked just from top to tail there. From back to front. Yeah, I felt like I mean. a cat yeah. getting licked by my cat. Yeah, my gooch licks. Yeah. Gleefully, it would seem. Uh I don't know if we said all those things that he's accusing us of. That's I don't think we said them all. Accusatory, but I'm, we didn't say them all. I'm certainly down with calling Kurt Capewell Queensland legend Kurt Capewell for the remainder of his career. I'm down with that. Mm. 
Happy to do it. Queensland legend Kurt Capewell. Cody Capes. The Queensland legend. Cody C. Uh, but thanks for the licking. That was a good licking. You know, if you just sing Yay Yay Yippee every time, which I get, that guy pasted us. Well, the Yay Yay Yippee works the first time, and then it gets a bit bland. Okay, let's, before you press the next one, do you want to have like a just a wager with ourselves? Do we think this next one is going to be Yay Yay Yippee base? What are the odds? I I reckon it's I reckon it's seventy percent likely that it's going to be a yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah if yeah, I can yeah. just give you guys an idea right now as we do this in chronological order, we're at ten thirty four p.m. on Wednesday night. I yeah think, yeah yippee. I think this is eighty percent. It's 80%, just gone up. Yeah, eighty five. Eighty five percent. Yeah yeah yippee. Let's let's see how we go. Uh, just a shout out to Daniel Dave. Still, it's a teapot dribble here. Just a reminder to change your face, and we don't want you here in Queensland. Uh, new intern soon. Shout out. Shout out. Fuck you, Dio Dave. Like the odds for a Dio Dave looking were low on that Dude, one. the Dio Dave looking, wow. Dave looking was very low. That was super low, but we got it. Look, we got that's, it. You don't know what you're going to get no. when you're on the dribbler hotline. That's the point we're trying to make. That, Stat that- set, the quant models spat out 85%. It was wrong. It was about Dave being a, a face painter and that they don't want him. Yeah. So you're actually no man's land, bro. Yeah. He's and that would have been about... Because we don't want you either. That's about a 2% chance of that happening. You should go to Norfolk with that bloke from the start. Yeah, we might have to send you Norfolk. Put him on a boat and just kick him off the coast. Yeah, Off to Norfolk, bruh. He's got a second here, the teapot dribbler. Hey, guys. It's the teapot dribbler here. Just, just like to apologize to Dave for absolutely fucking nothing. <laughs> a double D or Dave troll. Uh, did he? Notes. What did he say then? He, he said, said like, I want to apologise to D or Dave for, for absolutely fucking nothing. Kind of a great reference. Nice from you, Teapot. Fuck D or Dave. Turncoat Dave. That was Teddy's conscience leaving his fucking body. Okay. He's got a second. Kidley Dribbler, fucking Newcastle fan, but from Queensland, live from Caxton Street. Fuck you, Tom and Eddie. Yahoo! Just on that, Tedesco's soul leaving his body, I don't think I've mm. spoken to a single person in the last week who hasn't said that if Josh Papali's knee hit their head at that speed, they would die. Yeah, there's every chance that you just completely disappear, you yeah. combust. And I will say this about Freddie. Calling out Jai Arrow for what happened to Tedesco afterwards, it's like, bruh, get over it. It was fucking not intentional, right? Jai Arrow to say did he not has to live with it is so over the top, dude. And like, whatever, love Freddie, we do. I'm not shitting on Freddie, but like, that's that's a bit of a fucking cuck way to go about that. Like, he's not Jai did not mean to do that. Like, he did, you, you can just tell. You could tell that he didn't think he was completely fucking KO'd. No player. I don't think in the NRL would be doing that shit if they knew that they were unconscious. He just thought he got fucking snapped. Play on. But to be like, yeah, Jai needs to live with it, you know, and then like dirty it the way the fucking NRL handled it. I'm like, mate, please. Please. No. Too much. Too much. Anyway. You just gotta take your Freddie, you gotta take your licks like we are, mate. Take we're your licks, Freddie. For a fucking hour in a sauna 
taking lick after lick after lick. For the state, you should be taking these licks. You should be taking these. Why am I taking them? You should be taking them. Instead, you're trying to say that Gyro was trying to fucking murder Tedesco. No, wrong. Wrong. Continue the licks. Hey, John Eddie, and I suppose also D-Lock Day. Mainly I'm calling to talk to you, Dave, uh, to congratulate you. But not actually, because you're a turncoat, so you can fucking suck it. You've actually won nothing. You're a coward, and you should be ashamed of yourself. Yes. Fuck you. I tell you what, I can listen to these all day. To Tom and Andy, and literally anyone else. Anyone else. Bye. I missed that bit there. Sorry, I didn't Fuck know it. That's all right. Who cares? That's good enough for me. Dave taking licks. Didn't see this coming. Sing ya ya yippee yippee ya ya yippee yippee ya ya yippee yippee ya fucking Queenslander. G'day, punters, dribblers, Tom, Eddie, and Dior Dave, you sexy fuck. This is actually you, Dior Dave. We're at public bar right now. We're with Hannah and Bella and Noah, and we're all just celebrating this Queensland win. It's my podcast I'm on. Good say good day. Anyway, we just came here to say that fucking New South Wales suck. Obviously, if you have more Storm players in your team, you're going to win. Origin, which can like you can prove that throughout the last 15 years of Origin. So hope New South Wales take note for next year. I mean, good luck to them. Being part of me, being from New South Wales, I kind of do hope. Some part of me hopes that they do well, but you know, my heart's in Queensland. So yeah, yeah, you see APIs for the next fucking year. Here soon, fucking Dior Dave. What's doing? You're probably gonna regret this on Monday, but you sexy fuck. I hope you have a good time. Have a good one. Oh. Wow. you soon. Dave. Dior flirting with himself on the dribbler hotline. I didn't think I'd ever hear. I did not think that I'd hear a man literally give himself licks unintentionally. <laughs> but also wanting to lick himself. Wanting to lick himself. Willingly <laughs> licking himself. That is that is wild. Get man. a room, bro. Yeah. Fuck. How hell. are you, mate? How are you feeling yeah. after hearing you know, that? I'd back? forgotten about that until the first couple of dribbles came in where people were saying yeah, yeah, yippee, and the thought just crossed my mind. It's like, oh, oh fuck. no, Dior Dave. I was like, this sounds like Dior Dave, and then and then it was, and Dior Dave referring to himself in the third person, which is pretty nice. Bold. He, you know, well, he I gets, just had he, to separate myself as a drunk person from my person. He gets brought a, onto a top-of-the-heat podcast, Eddie. Gets mm. a bit of notoriety. Gets a thousand followers on Instagram. And now he's referring Mate. to himself in the third person. And flirting with himself. And flirting with himself. And licking himself over podcast, over the Dribbler hotline. And acknowledging that he's a turncoat. I mean, it's, yeah. what, what, what sort of world are we living in? What Did have I, we done so, to this Were there bike? some driblets in the back of there? Were you, were you trying to, you know, like... There were some driblets. There's some there. ladies you were trying to flirt with there, you know. Do you introduce yourself as D or Dave? Uh, of Hello Sport fame? Most of the time, yes. Flash the Hello Sport card. Because I heard yeah. you reference it's a podcast. I'm yeah, on. I, I heard mean, that. Flash the Hello you're Sport. You're on it. Business I thought card. you worked for it. Now you're on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I see this. Dave's got a podcast. <laughs> I didn't say it's my. podcast. Are we the interns? Is Dave telling us that we're his intern? Telling people, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! Listen, as far as I can use that to help me flirt. I think it's doing more justice for me than you guys in the flirting uh, game at the moment. Okay, listen. So, if I, it, I mean, if it's aiding in... Happy to aid. Yeah, happy to yeah. aid in any way we and can. And a bet. Aid and a bet. Mm. Listen. Uh, to be fair, don't think Hannah you're gonna or get worked Bella, over, bro. Yeah, I don't think Hannah or Bella had a single clue about the podcast or even what the score was in Origin, but... 
you know. Well, shout out to Hannah and Bella for having yeah. to sit through that fucking dribble that we just had mm. to. Um, D or Dave dribbling to himself. Yeah, I like it. Didn't I? Didn't know what the odds would be on that. Low. Very now low. the odds of that happening again very high. On with the dribbles. On with the show. Fuck D or Dave. Is this pre full time? Yeah, 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 this guy sounds like I think the later later is going to sound like he's Hey. Hey. Hey, boys. Sounds like a cane toad singing. I was about to say that. Hopefully tonight ends for that ba-da-ba-da-da shit. Hoping you realise that that is the most unoriginal team song you could possibly think of. Um, it's pretty much the song used by every football club in England. So, badabadadas, never. Beers, never, boys. Fuck you. Up the Maroons. Tyson Frizzell. Karma soon, mate. Game two. Absolute karma. Cheers. Up the Maroons. Ew. All right, well, that's the first time we've ever had a full-grown fucking cane toad frog call into the podcast, which is, you know, there's time for everything. Well, the bigger and bigger you get, the more, you know, the the animal kingdom Tom want to call in and... Yeah, take notice. And take notice. That was a cane toad with throat cancer. Uh, we're not celebrating that. Live from the cane fields yeah. of fucking mid to north, far north Queens. I don't know where the fuck the cane know, fields where, are. Where, I don't know where cane toads reside, mainly Queensland, I would assume. And I didn't know they smoke cigarettes, but clearly they do. And they probably should probably stop. Uh, it's bad for your health. Uh, fuck that cane toad. Continue. Let's go. Take our licks. Yeah, g'day boys. Um, I just want to give you a bell and just give my commiserations from coming from just a bit of state that can't beat coronavirus, let alone fucking Corey Allen and Edric, the strength being Lee in a rugby league football match. Um, but that was never for us soon. Um, see you next year, lads. Ah, jeez. Yep, there's always going to be that type of show. There's always going to be that type of show. The good news is we're finished from Wednesday night. Love that, Dave. But does that just mean like past midnight is going to be another day and there's going to be fucking drunk assholes calling us up? Let's go, Dave. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Tom, Eddie, Hunters and Dribblers. This is the uh, golden silver dribbler here. Um, just wanted to say that uh, New South Wales got absolutely fucking pissed on last weekend. Da 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 da. Yep. I mean, yeah. Yeah, we, we did. No, look, respect to that, and shout out to the Golden Shower Dribblet, or whatever her fucking name was. 
that what it was? I think it was gold and silver, I'm but sorry. golden shower. I'm golden happy to go shower. with. Well, well no, I mean, that was the Dave Reynolds dribbler. Was the golden shower? Ah, uh, you're right. It's a golden silver dribbler mm. or dribbler. Look, she they got be, us. All right, she can be the golden shower dribblet. Let's I mean, let's keep this. If bit the dry. shoe fits, if the shoe fits. G'day, Tom and Eddie. P's and D's. It's the diabetic dribbler here. First time dribbler. Um, I've just been thinking after a fortnight of bed shits, starting with the All Blacks losing to Argentina, then the Blues losing to Queensland. Go Queensland. What do you guys think is the biggest bed shit in a sport movie? Um, I can't go past the Purple Cobras going from being two against one to White Goodman losing to a blindfolded Peter Lafleur at sudden death. That was just fucked. Either that or any of the Mighty Ducks movies. They're also fucked. Great They're movies. fucked in the Hawks lose. I don't know. Anyway, love to hear your thoughts. Shout out to Vinny and also to Carl Webb. wonder what he's up to these days. Anyway, thanks, boys. See you soon. Uh, great question. I would say, just off the top of my head, Shooter McGavin losing to a failed ice hockey player in Happy Gilmore who literally learned a putt just before the fucking tournament. Look, it was one of the most unlucky holeouts of all time when yeah. he's bouncing it off the fucking... Shouldn't have come down to that, though. No, it should. he should have iced it earlier. Shooter's a fucking professional golfer. But Shooter let the crowd get to him. Yes, he did. And the and the, the, the frustration that Happy provided. It set in and it really got to him. But, I mean, let's let's call a spade a spade. He shouldn't have lost that. He shouldn't have lost that. No. I mean, the, the guards in the longest yard losing a fixed game. That's tough. It's not a bad That's point. That's a great point, Dave. Although the... the, the the inmates did have a pretty fucking handy side, and they had an ex-quarterback, NFL quarterback, if, yeah. my, if my memory serves me, playing, playing in the most pitiful, pivotal position on the court. Yeah. Then you got a lot of big boys in there who can rip and tear, a lot of strength, a lot of out-and-out talent. Maybe they could have gone all the way to the pros, but, you know, little life decisions here, life event there. Yeah. You know, they end up in the big house and... They're fighting for survival on game day. So, look, I'm, I'm probably going to have to disagree with you on that yeah, one. Before we carry on with the dribble, uh, quick shout-out to my cousin, Hamish McGilvray, of uh, official cousin of the podcast fame, who we send. He works in the city if anyone wants to go rob him. Uh, just got engaged to his beautiful fiance Candice. Congratulations to both of you. Uh, as I said, it works in the city if you want to go and rob him. Uh Izzy Carey, here we go. So Izzy Carey got back to us, guys. Uh, Re-Michael Gordon and whether he should be, like, what, what what we can expect him to be expecting. What to expect when you're expecting a prison sentence. Uh, first things first, as far as I'm aware, in, this is Gordon's first offense, certainly taken me by surprise. You certainly can't tell how much inf- uh, tell much from the information provided, i.e. the extent of the operation, how long they've been operating, Gordon's level of involvement, etc. These are all pretty important things when looking at a matter like this and lots of crucial information doesn't even become prevalent until trial, as we have seen with the Jack DeBellin case. My housemate works at the DPP and believes that the media often make matters worse by misrepresenting information. Some of the information here, though, is indisputable, i.e. the police have seized. Now all of the evidence the police have will not only well, will not be available to the public at the moment, but judging by the extent of the syndicate, I dare say that the police have been looking into their operation for some time. Speculating on everything I've heard thus far, which is what we like, mm. 
I'd say Mick is going to spend some time in the big house. Being a first offence, I would think he may spend limited time in there. But as I said, it's all speculation as most of the details of the case have not been revealed yet. There may be some aggravating or mitigating circumstances for each individual involved. Let's hope for Mick all his circumstances are mitigating. Uh, pretty leveled, but it sounds like Big House, the the end result. Fuck, dude. Big House. Big House is a result. a fucking bad result. Short or long. Big House, not where you want to be. No. No, it's not. Anyway, all the best to Mick. On with the show. Dribbles. Bring them at me. Taking licks. Mick's taking licks. We're all taking licks. Dave's taking licks for fuck's sake. Uh, once again, thank you to our personal lawyer, Izzy Carey, lawyer to the stars, on the job for us. Where would we be without it? Well, listen, he just earned his 10K a month there. He did. That's no, 10K's that work. That secured him another month. That's 10K's work. Yep. Eddie, Tom, Dave, um, hope all's well, gents. The Hound Dog speaking here. Long-time listener, first-time dribbler. Um, boys, just wanted to give a quick shout-out to the Bush Rabbit, Billy Cummins. He got off the dry spell last week. Um, and also another shout-out to... The team Platypus, the newest team in the local Orange water polo comp, only recently introduced, and as you'd imagine, a, a team full of operators, all PNDs, of, uh, of course, and the only team in the comp which is which is all male, so no chicks, which is grouse, um, and I guess that adds to the narrative. Anyway, uh, last Thursday, first game of the season, the boys are fired up. Nobody really has a fucking clue how to play the game, but the game plan was pretty simple. You know, plug the corners, play possession, truck the nut up up, up the middle in an aquatic sense, of course, and, and build pressure, which is the platypus way. Anyway, it's a fucking great game of water polo. Back and forth throughout the match. The Cooper brothers were, were combining well. The Bush Rabbit was playing great D. Marcho was outstanding in goal. And by the fourth quarter, scores are locked at four all. There's 10 seconds to go. Bush Rabbit's found space, and he trucks a nut through the centre. He's lobbed what can basically only be described as the Hail Mary towards the goal. Hound Dog sees it glide through the air almost in slow motion and then launches up, and a spinning back fist fucking hits the ball straight into the top right corner. Buzzer goes. Crowd goes wild. All 10 cunts in the crowd. And it was just a, a really good buzzer-beating moment, I guess. So... Now, it brings me to my question, gents, in terms of buzzer beaters, what stands out for you? You know, is it Kempi, friend of the show, you know, going over against Para in late after that deft chip from Lockie? Or is it Michael Jordan, you know, hitting that fucking three or whatever he did in NBA? I don't really give a shit about basketball, but I just wanted your, your opinions, boys. Buzzer beaters. See you soon. Up the platypus. Cheers, gents. Fair to say the platypus, Tom, just... just... Put it back in. Yeah, carry on. Fair to say the platypus, the official water polo team of the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, the welcome platypi, the platypi, platypuses. Mm. I don't know what the, the, how do you say Platypussies. Platypussies. Uh, you are the official water polo team of the competition. We'll say that I was in a water polo team back in the day. Uh, we went four years undefeated, uh, but there was a shallow end of the pool that the goalkeeper, yours truly, could just stand on and launch off to try and save goals, which I did with reckless abandon. Uh Shout out to the platypuses. Love a buzzer beater story. Uh, I mean, Kempy's one with Lockie chipping to him to beat the Eels, as the siren goes, was fucking elite. One of the greats. 
literally, genuinely, probably the greatest buzzer beater in a, in a regular season game you've ever seen. Joey Johns and Matt S scoring against Manly. Origin three last year. Origin three last year. Um, Michael Morgan's flick pass, but that was to tie the game up, not to win it. Uh, mate, there'd be shitloads as well that we're not remembering. So, you know, forgive me for that. Michael Jordan, sure. I'm sure he did it. I'm sure LeBron's done it. I'm sure basketballers do it all the time. Basketball is where you would see the most in. Yeah, which takes away from it a little it's bit. It's a sport made for buzzer beaters. Yeah. Buzzer Johnny Hills, was that a buzzer beater? Don't know. Don't know. Don't know if they played after that. Nah. Anyway. Toto Kefu, was that a buzzer beater? Don't know. Can't remember. Eddie, it's been so long since the Wallaby's been good. I don't remember. It's just all blurred into like happy memories. It's all in my happy memories box in my mind. It hasn't had years attributed to it just before. It's just happy memories yeah. in the box, in yeah. your head. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Uh, so, look, have you got anything in terms of buzzer beaters? I'm happy to go with that one, with whatever the fuck we just said. Yeah, just go with them. Up the platypus, though. I think that was the biggest takeaway from that. Yeah, that's all I care about out of that dribble. Yeah. And, and, and the bush rabbit who broke his, his drought. Shout out to the bush rabbit. For breaking his drought. And for trucking Nuck in an aquatic sense. In an aquatic sense, which we can all understand. Hmm. Hey, uh, Tom, Eddie, P's and D's. Um, It's the uh, Milton Dribbler here. uh, Having a view of the Wallabies halfway and... You know what? We're all in. We're all in Brisbane, and we're all singing yah yah yippee yippee yah, singing yah yah yippee yippee Because you know what? New South Wales they fucking do it to themselves. To be quite honest, like who buys into the media rubbish? The, like fucking worst Queensland team. Like have some respect for the opposition. Like fair enough. The um the New South Wales Blues they can throw some attacking punches, but you know what? The fucking the bounce of the footy didn't go their way, and yeah, that's all I have to say. So, you know what? Beer soon, Caxton soon. He's got a second. Of course he does. Ah, uh, have a that New South Wales rugby league team. Chicks have left his house at this point. Yeah, yeah, fucking absolute. The fucking absolute worst R- Queensland rugby league team in a hundred years just beat Chicks your fucking terrible out of place Blues team. This is the Petri Terrace dribbler making his debut. The Fuck dribbler. you guys. Fuck Tom. Fuck Eddie. Fuck your engagement. Just fuck everybody. Don't Queensland. That's fair. Like Queensland spirit. Queensland spirit is not a myth. Queensland series on a miss. See your Dave. Love you, mate. Love your work. Go and fucking cut me out, you dog cunt. <laughs> Thank you. Finally, some good news for me. Yeah, someone positive on Dave. Yeah. Fuck. Is that, that the Dave. only one you've got tonight? I think it was. I think it was that... the first one. That and the one you said to yourself. Oh, yeah. yeah. So what is that? Is that one from two? Or is... Yeah, no. you got one. Yeah. You got one. Uh, fuck that guy. But again, we're taking licks and we're taking our licks good. Uh, how many more we got, Dave? Just as a quick... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, let's go, let's go. Eddie? Tom, Eddie, see your Dave, and... He's got a second. Love the suspense building. Motherfuckers. Jeez, sorry, didn't I fuck that up? G'day, Tom, Eddie, see your Dave, punters, and the fucking dribblers. What's going on? 
Jeez, it's good to be here. Um, fuck, this is my first time calling. I haven't been listening for too long, but like... Get to the point then, bro. What the fuck do you expect me to do, man? Crucify me. I'm calling up because I was like thinking about how I would make it and represent my country at, at the national level. And I'm basically made of porcelain. So I was like, I can't fucking, I can't fucking play any like contact sports or anything. So I was thinking, I was looking against, I was looking to gain your opinions on sport, like weird, weird and wacky sports that you think should be in the Olympics that you would make it to the Olympics for and represent your country. Anyways, Tom and Eddie, looking forward to hearing your response. Good on you. I mean, Dribbling yarn should be an Olympic sport. Yeah, uh, uh, yours truly, gold medalists. We, I mean, fucking good luck to the good luck to the Kiwis if it's if dribbling yarn gets in. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. You reckon the Germans would go all right? No, nah. <laughs> Yanks would give it a crack, but we'd dribbling yarn them into into the grave in an early grave. Nah, Yanks take themselves too seriously. That's what I mean, though, right? They've got the dribbling yarn, but the Poms would have a crack. Yeah, Poms would go all right. But I think I think I think we'd take it out. Yeah, I think it'd be you and I. Uh, um, what about you? I. Pff, Nothing standing out for you, mate. No. Uh, listen, you made a porcelain. Fuck, why don't you just go play golf? Even then. Even then, mate. Even then. It can be pretty rigorous. Chess? Is chess in fucking the Olympics? I Didn't think sound. Are they adding ballroom dancing? Did I see that somewhere? They're adding that to the Olympics? Now, listen, I mean, contrary to you know con- uh, popular opinion, like Dave here, Macho Dave, who probably thinks ballroom dancing is you know a sport to turn your nose up at, but ballroom dancing... Very physically taxing. Takes a real athlete. Yeah, but you ask yourself this, Dave. Ask yourself this. Synchronized swimming's in. Mm. So is it that weird that ballroom dancing gets a run? I don't think so. I don't think so. Would in fact, I, I I think that synchronized swimming, now that you, if you actually think about it, the fact it's in there over ballroom dancing... Is shocking. Is shocking. Absolutely shocking. Because synchronized swimming is kind of just about like holding your breath and fucking kicking your legs. Like I know I'm now. And choreography. Choreography, yeah. But ballroom dancing, dude. Like dancing's got a. It's a big part of of the human way. Well, I mean, sometimes sexual. Like there's a sexual expression to dancing. Yeah. Everyone dances. You put on music for like a one year old and they'll dance. The fact that there's no dancing. In the Olympics? Little Evie Rose already starting to dance. See what I mean, bro? See what I mean? Dancing's fucking... After running and shit, dancing should have been in there. Dancing's an intrinsic human... Like well, that, you know... That's it, what I'm saying. Everyone dances. Back to the tribes, mate. You go all the way back to early man. Dancing. And the tribes they're finding out and still finding in the bloody Amazon. Everyone's dancing. We're all dancing. Dance the whole time. We haven't stopped dancing. Still like to dance. Love to dance. Because we got the rhythm in us. Some people got no. What do we do at the opening ceremony? We dance. What do we do at the closing ceremony? We dance. What do we do after the thick ropes get a win, bro? We were dancing. The fact that there's no dancing is is it? Quite frankly, it's a disgrace. And synchronized swimming isn't dancing. It's water dancing. Yeah, but I'm just saying, if you can have water dancing, you should have fucking real dancing. dancing. Yeah. Yeah. Think about that Olympics. Think long and hard. If you want to get rid of something, what'd you get rid of? Oh, Rhythm, rhythmic gymnastics. The one with the ribbons and the ball. I like the ribbon, dude. <laughs> I, it doesn't make any sense, but I like it visually. Optics are good. Uh, I don't know what I'd get rid of. There, I said it. Do we need dressage? 
We definitely don't need dressage. We don't need horse-based shit because it's not a fucking... I don't mind the cross-country one. I don't but mind But you're the... bringing an animal in. I don't mind jumping things. How do you become an elite athlete when you've got the horse also factored in, right? Like, oh, I've also got a dope horse. It should be a separate horse Olympics. Or you horses. all have to do the course on the same horse. I'd be taking dressage out. Yep. Look, you got horse dancing. And you don't have real dancing. You don't even have real dancing. You got goddamn equine ballroom. You got equine ballroom, but you don't have fucking ballroom ballroom. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's actually got me pissed off. Yeah, I'm up. actually fucking upset now. Hello, punters and dribblers. Uh, this is the uh, Yank Dribbler calling here. Uh, yeah, I'm one of the uh, cumboys. We're up here in uh, Port Macquarie having a good time with the cumboys. Uh, I just want to leave a dribble. Uh, saw Eddie at the Kiribati Hotel, uh, the Kiribati Station, and uh, yes. promised him a dribble, so calling in and checking in on him. Uh, so, yeah, what we wanted to talk about and what we were discussing this whole night is, uh, yeah, keeping you guys updated with the USA sports. That's my job as a Yank dribbler. Uh, and, yeah, well, the big story that's developing over there is Mr. Tom Brady. So he's going for his seventh ring with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, he left the Patriots, and now he's got another team, which is doing pretty well. Yeah, bro. And the question is, Across it. the question is, the question is, will he be the goat if he gets his seventh ring? Well, no, he's already considered the goat. He will be he's already the goat. Michael Jordan. Are you coming up with the old rings. news, bro? Will this make him the goat? He's already the goat. So that is the first question that I pose to you, Tom and Eddie. He's already the second NFL question goat. that I pose to you is uh, the question of kryptonites. So Tom Brady in his career has faced two big, Giants. big players who have been his kryptonite. So he's lost two times to Eli Manning and then one to big dick Nick Foles. And what I want to know is, can you guys think of any great sort of kryptonites that have taken down the great supermen of Australian sports? Um, that is the question that I posed to you. New South Wales. Uh, much love. And then also calling out the golden shower dribbler. Uh, yeah, fight soon, bro. Fight. Come boys for life. Listen, I'd love to see a fight between Yank Dribbler of the Cumboys and uh, Golden, Golden Shower Dribbler. Dribbler of allegedly pissing on David Reynolds' mum inadvertently, fine. Uh, yeah, sn- New South Wales farts is New South Wales kryptonite. They've been sniffing them fucking all year. Uh, and it's done us in. It's done us in. That'd be the most prominent one for me right now. It's the only one um, I can think of. That's the only one I can think of, so we'll stick with that for now. Theme of the show, sniffing farts. Mm. I don't know about Australian, but Zampa and Coley. Zampa's been getting Coley a lot. Yeah, that's so true. That's we actually there. spoke to Adam Zampa recently about that uh, for KO, just as a he's nice aware. segue. He's there. pretty happy with himself. Yeah, he, he doesn't mind the fact that he's got Coley. Coley as a bunny. bunny, yeah. I'd like that as well. That'd be nice. But, yeah, to answer your question, mate, Thanks for, again for saying good out at the mm-hmm. station. But to answer your question, it's it's New South Wales Farts. Uh, yeah, just saying a big g'day to the punters and the dribblers out there. It's a fucking fine Sunday afternoon, heading back from Inskip down to Brisbane. Stuck on the fucking Bruce Highway and a shocking load of traffic. Also, it's the dropkick dribbler here. Brand new follower, first time caller, long time listener. Shut up. So, anyway, let's talk about Queensland. Hmm. Fuck Queensland. I 
fucking hate those guys. Oh, Fuck it out. Oh, my mate. Oh, let's go to Queensland. How about you just suck me off? Okay. Right, uh, see you later, boys. Have a good day. Liked it. Time to go home and get in trouble. Please. Goodbye. Peace, Root. It's got a second. Love that. He probably should have left it at that because that was a. That, that was, was it. That was That's it. all we needed. So we uh, Yeah, backing up again. He's a dropkick dribbler. Uh, g'day to the punters and yippers. Um, Apparently got to ask a question on here. So I'm going to ask Tommy and Eddie, how big are your cocks? <laughs> like, I imagine, I don't think they're going to be too big, but they could also be like medium size, possibly. I don't know. I reckon no, like it was maybe off. a little bit over medium size, it was like a rough fucking guessment. But yeah, pretty much that's it. And also fuck Queensland. Dumb cunts and they suck. See you boys, have fun. Look, I can't fill a schooner glass. No, certainly not. But you can have fun with it. I'd comfortably well look, we comfortably fill shot glasses though. So we're not shot glass guys, which is important to note. Mm. But we certainly aren't filling schooners. Somewhere in the middle. Yeah. There's a nice happy medium in there. Up to you. You'd enjoy it. I think he'd enjoy it, right? He'd enjoy it. I think he'd enjoy he'd it. He'd have a good time. He'd have a nice time. He'd have a good ride. We're not threatening you. You know what I mean? You wouldn't be... Sh- you wouldn't I'm not going to be- take your life. I'm not going to take your life. But you know I'm there. You're aware of my presence? Yeah. But you're not but- worried that I'm going to kill you? You're not going to put an AVO out against No, 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 exactly. No, there's no need to do that. No. Let's not get legal. You no. know what I mean? You won't get legal with this thing. No. Just have a good time and on your way. Thanks for coming. <laughs> you know, you, you, may not, you may not go and tell tales of it. You won't write songs. <laughs> there's no songs written about it. But few, few get songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, exactly. Very few get songs. Very few get songs, and I'm not one of them. No, we're not songs. You know, you'd, it'd be weird if you were singing about our dongs. Dong songs. That's more reserved for, like, the shark, the sheriff, yeah. soft George. Yeah, if you get a dong song, you're big. You, you know you're big. Or tiny. <laughs> make so, it that what you will. Yeah, make it that what you will. Hey, boys. It's Jake's uh, recent listener, first-time caller. Still trying to identify as either a punter or a dribbler, leading towards dribbler. Um, yeah, so I'm an unfortunate regular acquaintance with yours truly, Dio Dave. Um, so yeah, so I've just here to lobby a new segment for the show, uh, Saturday Night Adventures with Dio Dave. So uh, us boys have regularly discussed thoroughly that we need to strap a GoPro to him as we tend to lose him. Uh, he's just a bit of a liability. So I oh, just wanted to know if you guys had any mates like that. Um, and yeah, so shout out to the Wins boys getting kicked out of Korean barbecue on weekend. And yeah, mate, much love. Enjoy the show. And there we go. Have a good week. Cheers, boys. Wow. So if we like, we're almost having to have like, this is like a Dior intervention. Sound like it. Sound like they're unhappy that you, you're a bit of a liability. You're a full boy. We've definitely got mates who have been did they get you? The did past. you get them kicked out of the no, Korean barbecue? I wasn't the one that got us kicked out of Korean barbecue, but we did get kicked out of Korean barbecue. I can show you a little video, which you'll hear and kind of be able to tell why. But basically, our mate Alon's birthday, about 20 of us walked up to Korean barbecue after preying for like at least two and a half hours before. 
hadn't eaten anything all afternoon, ordered, I think, 30 bottles of soju first up, downed them all in about 10 minutes. And then there were ri- there was rice thrown. There were people yelling at each other. There were people hitting each other. There well, were like people- biffs. There were people from, the, from our table. Uh, there were people from the other tables yelling at us to stop here. I'll show you this video. This will kind of give you an idea of what's going on. Oh no. The boys are full. The boys are full. Rex seems like he's got a fucking Brett. rugby league skin full in. Brett had more than a rugby league skin. I think skin his name was Rex. I think I heard it there correctly, Dave. I don't think it was Brett. I think it was Rex. <laughs> Actually, that was my mistake. It is Rex. It's Rex. That's my mistake. Don't try and tell us what his yeah, name is. Yeah, I fucking heard it. We can't hear. Fuck. It was Rex. And Rex had a rugby league skin full. Rex doesn't look like he can hold his piss. Rex was full of the brink. Yeah, he was. Rex looks like, though, he was screaming aggressively, but. It seemed like that other mate was ready to beat the fuck out of him. Like, Rex probably wouldn't have put up much of a fight. It would have been fun to see, though. Yeah. I would have enjoyed it. I would have absolutely hated being at Cram Barbecue next to a group of people like Dior. We've all been those people, though. I'm not yeah. taking too much of the moral high ground. We've all been those people. But imagine if you were there with Abby Rose, Steph. Mate, I'd be fucking belting Rex. If I can give you a bit more insight into Rex, Rex is quite well known for just passing out in random places. We've uh, we found him just lying on like grass lawns. People have found his go. phone outside like the coals and roses. So Rex just gets maggot and passes out everywhere, which again, we all know those people. In fairness, I've been that guy relatively recently when Steph was pregnant. And this wasn't me being like a bad father to be, but I did get hammered at Ella's birthday and almost fell asleep on a fucking couch. In, you did fall asleep. Well, sorry, I did fall asleep on a couch in Mossman. And if it weren't for the grace of Edward Liston, who fucking threw me over his shoulder like Simpson and his donkey and dragged me to a fucking cab and took me home, I would have woken up in some random house in Mossman and just been like, what the hell's going on? Uh, but dear Dave, good to know that you're a liability slapping a GoPro on you and you just go missing and with that thank you shout out to Dior's mate Rex no that wasn't Jakes, Rex that you was him. Jakes that was, Jakes that was Jakes Jakes with an S Jakes ja- well his, his initials are JK so we call him Jakes oh okay right yeah. I was like Jakes is a name maybe Jacques 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 go I reckon I think I think we've probably mm. we've we've sucked all the juice out of this lemon today haven't we Edward yeah it's time to go it's time to go uh, I don't know if there's anything to tell him Let's just go away. Thanks to all our sponsors. Go Manly. Like, subscribe, five stars. Bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. 
That's stamps.com code program.